2: Today is Wednesday, the 26th of April. Good morning, Kathy.
3: Good morning. In the news this morning, Philadelphia police are investigating after a man shot and killed an alleged would-be robber on Tuesday night. It happened just before 7 o'clock on the 7,000 block of North 15th Street in the city's West Oak Lane neighborhood. Police say a man in his 30s was shot three times in the back by a man he was allegedly trying to rob. The suspect was taken to Einstein Medical Center where he was pronounced dead a short time later. There was a female in a parked car nearby that police believe was with the robber. Investigators are still looking for that female. Police have taken the shooter into custody for questioning and recovered his weapon. It is unknown if there will be any charges filed. The shooter did have a license to carry. Residents of three different Delaware County communities met with SEPTA representatives Tuesday night to discuss a newly reopened rail line that has been the source of constant noise. Ever since the newly renamed Wawa line reopened for the first time over 30 years in over 30 years to shuttle passengers through Delaware County, those who live in towns like Aston, Middletown, and Chester Heights say they haven't been able to find a moment of peace. I actually drove by there not that long ago. I think it was right before they opened the line. And uh, I was like, oh, a Wawa station. I didn't realize that was the that That's pretty cool. Formally, you know, changing the name of it. Uh, so it comes through 42 times a day, a resident says. She claims that the line starts running before 5 a.m. and often doesn't stop until around midnight. SEPTA has already tried to address some concerns by no longer blowing horns overnight to test trains for service, but they say they can't cannot completely eliminate the horn blowing because of safety reasons. Horns are only half of the noise concerns held by local residents. They also deal with sounds of compressors from idling trains and maintenance from the rail yard between 1 a.m. and 5 a.m. Residents say they just want to be able to sleep, and they can't. Sept officials admit that they did not conduct any type of impact studies on this project. We
0: used to live near elevated tracks up on Long Island, Massapequa, and uh, the trains would run past midnight, you know, they, you, they would... Maybe because they were elevated, I guess that wasn't an issue. But, yeah, I remember them running well into early morning. Into the morning, yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Residents in Allentown are outraged after the city's parking authority showed up a mo- showed up at a monthly food pantry to issue parking tickets to patrons. It all started when Pastor Alejandro Escamilla from the Fuente de Vita Church on St. John's Street was handing out food to people in need this past Saturday. Apparently someone from the neighborhood complained to authorities about the dozens of cars that showed up to access the food bank. A short time later, an officer from the Allentown Parking Authority showed up doling out parking tickets. Pastor Escamilla says ticketing people who Need help was bad enough, but the inflexibility really surprised him. But many people in downtown say this is merely a microcosm of a larger issue. The owner of a local eatery on Hamilton Street says the parking authority issues tickets to his food suppliers who show up early in the morning for deliveries. Listen to this he, pay, he pays those tickets for the delivery drivers that come and get uh, a ticket in front of his business. He's paid almost $9,000 in, in parking tickets since he opened in October of 2021. Wow. That's crazy. $9,000 yeah. in parking tickets. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Allentown Mayor uh, Matt Turk says he's heard the complaints and what happened at the church this past weekend was the straw that broke the camel's back. I need to see the parking authority take action. I need to see the parking authority recognize that the way they've acted is... is uh it has not been appropriate, he says. In response, Ted Zeller, chairman of the Allentown Parking Authority, says the fees for the tickets issued outside of the church last weekend have been waived. We had no business issuing tickets to people waiting in a food line. It's just not defensible. We're not even going to try to defend it, Zeller said.
0: It used to be really aggressive down in Maniunk. I don't know if it still is, but I remember I, I would talk to contractors and people who are working just like going to Lowe's, coming back and dropping off something, going inside to drop off and you'd get drywall, them. and then you come out to a ticket, like, immediately. Mm-hmm.
3: He and the mayor now say some parking authority reforms and retraining are forthcoming with the hope of better balancing of the rules of enforcement with the needs of business owners and the public at large. In sports this morning... <laughs> The Phillies lost to the Seattle Mariners 5-3 last night at the ballpark. What the f*** is this? Jared Kelnick hit a solo home run, double and single, and the Seattle Mariners open a nine-game road trip with the win. The f- is that? Edmundo Sosa homered for the Phils, who had won three games in a row. And we're trying to reach 500 for the first time this season. The series continues tonight. Taiwan Walker will get the start at 640. Last night in the NBA, the Atlanta Hawks won again, beating the Celtics in Boston 119-117 to to extend the series to six games. They're back in Atlanta tomorrow night. In the Western Conference, the Nuggets beat the Minnesota Timberwolves 112-109 to in Denver to win that series in five games. And in Phoenix, the Suns also won their series in five games after they beat the L.A. Clippers, 136-130. to 130. In the NHL playoffs, the Carolina Hurricanes beat the New York Islanders 3-2. The Hurricanes lead the series three games to two, and game six is on Friday night on Long Island. In Dallas, the Stars shut out the Minnesota Wild 4-0. The Stars are now up three games to two, and in the late game, the Edmonton Oilers beat the LA Kings 6-3 and lead that series 3-2. And that's what I have for you this morning.
2: Thanks a bunch, Kath. Looking at a uh, full boat today. A lot of things happening on this program. We'll begin with the obvious. We have money and tickets to give away. MMR's concert Cash, the keyword, coming at eight, and then... Again, at 10, and we have your chance to win $1,000 and two tickets to the MMRBQ. We're also going to do a Wednesday thing where we go live on Fox Good Day this morning. Uh, we will do that around 8 o'clock. We also have a secret text word chance for you to win a pair of tickets to Jesus Christ Superstar. Ah. Tuesday, May 2nd at the Miller Theater, which is formerly the Miriam Theater. So if you're interested, that's ready to go. Text the word secret to 39333, and we'll see. See if we win a little bit later on. I'll continue with the winning stuff today. Is National Pretzel Day. And at some point this morning, we're going to give away a $100 Philly <laughs> pretzel gift card. Oh, my gosh. That'll do you for the rest of your life. <laughs> and by the way, so today, stop by your local Philly pretzel factory. You get a free pretzel Whoa. while supplies last. <laughs> no purchase necessary. <laughs> and that <laughs> is today. So <laughs> make sure <laughs> that you stop by your local Philly pretzel factory. But they gave us a $100 a uh, gift card to give away. So we'll do that at some point during the program. Uh, we also have a couple people joining us today. Our friend Greg Murphy, yes, uh, from NBC, uh, NBC Sports Philadelphia, is stopping yes, by, Greg. and he <laughs> uh, is campaigning for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Soci- Society's Visionary of the Year. And Greg's a great guy; he's awesome. Yeah, we love him. Uh, so he is going to be stopping by this morning. And we have a musical debut for you today. Adam Weiner, the man behind the genius behind Low Cut Connie, is stopping by today, and he is bringing. The band's new single. It's called Are You Gonna Run from their album Art Dealers, which isn't coming out until September. And we get the exclusive to play it on the air. This He's morning. amazing. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's cool. got one of those singular talents. Yep. So we'll do that. Uh,
0: yes, Kathy.
3: Hey, and I wanted to mention uh, to our early morning listeners, uh, Kathy's Cuts is on Monday. It's coming up this Monday wow. and um, a few spots. We've got three spots open for uh, 6 a.m. Two at Gravity and one at Vibe Salon in Mount Laurel. So if you're interested, you weren't able to get in. There are a couple of spots that are opened up right now.
0: Unless we remind you that you're they're not just going to chop your hair. You're going to get a, a hairstyle.
3: Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. And you can go to Preston and steve.com to sign up and, and fill those spots.
2: Oh, and coffee and refreshments from Dunkin' too. From Dunkin', yes. Yeah. Oh, yes.
3: And you leave with a goodie bag from True Beauty Concepts. They give you hair products. They do it for us every year. And awesome. uh, Yeah, it's it's a really fun event and you can, you a lot of people come, they'll get their haircut and then they head to work. So, this is an early morning slot that's opened up uh, so you can come get a haircut and then head into work with your new style.
2: Perfect. Uh, Preston and steve.com to sign up for that. Excellent. So, we'll be good to go and that is on Monday. A lot of stuff coming up, gang. Alright, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. We've got some info on uh, the Bam Margera situation on the way and a few other stories to share with you. Hang in there. We'll come back in a moment. And I have a uh, a, a stupid question that's been sitting on the shelf for a long time. Nah, and I just will that off. finally ask it today. So we'll be back in a moment. Stay with us.
4: Yeah, we want to go for a ride in the car. Our tail is so wagging right now. Take us along with the MMR app. It's Apple CarPlay and Android compatible, which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen. We'll even send you notifications if you want. Download it and try it now.
5: Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding.
6: Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program
7: and enjoy more services like unlimited free delivery on all your grocery needs. More
2: exclusive perks like 5% off every day on your favorite organic or open nature items across the stores and more rewards that never expire. And now enjoy a limited time offer and
7: save up to $5 per pickup order with a Fresh Pass subscription. Start your 30-day free
8: trial today. Visit acmemarkets.com slash Fresh Pass for program details. Service available in select areas.
5: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Stupid question prize day for a pack of tickets to
2: see Sarah Silverman Thursday, May 4th at the Met in Philadelphia. Uh, I have a file that I keep of uh, stupid questions that are sent in from listeners, and I get to them when I can. This one has sat on the shelf since Thursday, September 23rd, 2021. Wow. All right. And it is from one Mr. Nick McIlwain. Today Dan. it makes the debut. He emailed it to me, and here is the question: Which ball player appeared three times on the Donna Reed show <laughs> and once each on Bewitched and Mister Belvedere? I don't think I remember. You the don't answer.
9: remember?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you did. Two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. Which ball player appeared <laughs> three times on the Donna Reed show and once each on Bewitched? And Mr. Belvedere. Huh. 215-263-WMMR. We're going to go through birthdays while we await your answer. Today is the 26th day of April. It is the great Carol Burnett's birthday. Legend. And a big one for her. She turns 90 years old today. 90 years old. As <laughs> a kid, that show was appointment television for my family, and I loved it. It was so funny.
0: So it would cap off the lineup, which included like the Bob Newhart show and other great Mary Tyler Moore, the great CBS shows, the sitcoms, and ended up with that variety show, which was... Had some of the funniest
2: moments ever on television. Harvey Corman. I know Tim. Yeah. Uh, Tim Con- uh, Conway was he, he was amazing, yeah, obviously, yeah. but Harvey Corman was just a genius man. He, he was. He was just phenomenally funny. He
0: told a story where um, that genius got away from him a little bit, and oh, he, really? he got a little puffed up. Ah. and Carol Burnett put him in his place, okay. and like he. Thanked her for the rest of his wow. life. Like he, wow. he said, "That's absolutely what he needed at that point." Because he is, he was a genius. He yeah. was unbelievable. Yeah,
2: yeah. That whole that whole crew. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who was uh, who was other, Wagner? No, who was the other female? Vicky Lawrence. Vicky Lawrence. Yeah, she was great as well. So, uh, Carol Burnett turns ninety years old today. Uh, Kevin James shares a birthday with Carol Burnett. Just in town. Uh, yeah, he's uh, 58 years old today. King of Queens, uh, Paul Blart, and so on, and uh, stand-up comedy, obviously. He's great. Yep.
0: You know what he's really good in? that uh, the, the movie where he played the uh, psycho uh, prison escapee, Casey, we, with the little girl. Actually, takes... yeah, he, he really he was. He was very menacing, Preston. I didn't see it. Uh, what was the name of that thing? It was really actually pretty know. good.
10: Yeah, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, but to, yeah Preston, they, they shaved his head down quite a bit. He had I
9: could beard see that. And, yeah. Know, yeah, Yeah.
2: He's 58 today. Uh, Jet Li, the action movie actor, is sixty. He went. He's had some physical, real serious problems. So you remember
0: he like blew us all away when he debuted in the Lethal Weapon movie yeah. the first time? A lot of us had seen him with, with his martial arts skills. And Yeah, he has some. I, I hope he's out of it now, but he had a really bad medical condition.
2: Yeah, I didn't get uh, it. didn't get a moment to check on that this morning, so we'll have to follow up on that. Uh, Michael Damien <laughs> from the Young and the Restless. <laughs> yes. Oh no way.
9: Oh no. Rock and roll. <laughs> Rock on.
0: song needs more
2: production. He was like a mediocre singer, and uh, so, but on the show on uh, Young and the Restless, they had him play like a rock star. What was his name? He, I don't he remember. wasn't Blackie, was he? Or was that John Stamos? I think Stamos? he was. Was he Blackie? Wait, no, no, Blackie was, hospital or, yeah, or no, Blackie,
0: Blackie was uh, John Stamos. Stamos. Okay, John Stamos.
2: John Stamos. John Stamos. Yeah, uh, but I don't remember Michael Damian's character's name in the Young and the Restless. He's 61 <laughs> years old today. A uh, young lady who's been here before. John Samos. Samos. <laughs> uh, not John Samos, but Jordana Brewster. Oh, yeah. Is turning a year older. Fast and Furious movies have become a, uh, you know, a franchise yeah, for stable. her. It's about and, family, you know. Uh, she was on the Dallas when that was uh, the remake. Yeah, that's uh, why she was here. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. At the beginning, she is 43. First time I saw her was in the movie The Faculty. Uh, yes, that's right. I forgot it's a good movie. Yep. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito, so good. Breaking Bad. He is—he's uh, pretty amazing in that show. The Boys, uh, of yeah. course. Yes, absolutely. Mandalorian. Uh, Malcolm X, he was in that. Have you finished off this
0: season of the Mandalorian? Have you watched it at all? In case this season? No, I actually haven't even started. They his—they should have brought him his character back earlier in this season, and they—they've been fumbling all throughout. It was yeah. a confusing season. He's the best part of it. He's the
7: best. Why? And he was only in a few episodes.
0: Why did they bring him up? Yeah, I mean, you
7: could have left Lizzo on the sideline, and yeah. God bless Lizzo, but uh, more Moff Gideon, less Lizzo. Uh,
2: he turns
7: 65 today. And both he That's... and Carol Burnett were in Better Call Saul.
11: Yes. Really? She mm-hmm. was? Oh, yeah. I didn't oh, know that. She she's... played Saul.
10: No, she's in like the, she shows up in one of the last
7: like two or three episodes. Oh, all right. Okay. I just started season six. I'm a season behind. Okay. like a year behind.
2: Another in studio guest, Channing Tatum, uh, turns a year older as well. Same age as Jordana Brewster, he is forty three. Can't help but like that guy. He him. is a regular. Du- at least
0: I don't think he could fake being a regular dude. I mean, he was here. You yeah, know? when the mics were off, he was just being a cool guy.
2: Yeah, I asked him. He looked tired, yeah. and, I, and I, I had said, uh, I, "I go, do you hate doing this type of thing," you know, mm-hmm. meaning the press stuff. And he looks at me, he goes, man, he's like, I could be doing, you know, I could be digging ditches. I could be doing some hard labor. Yeah, And and this is cake, so don't worry. Yeah, he's like, no, this is is good stuff. So he was really, really nice. Uh, He is 43 today. Um, Tom Welling, actor from Smallville, Cheaper by the Dozen movies, The Fog. Don't really know who he is, but so he played forty six. So uh, he it was he was
0: Superman. Yeah. So in, in Smallville, Smallville. So and oh. I remember, and I, that was a great series. Again, yeah. it went on maybe a couple of seasons too long. It was sensational, but uh, only at the ass end of the show did he get his supermanitude with the
2: costume and everything else. Alrighty, and then the last birthday I will mention. It's a personal thing, ladies and gentlemen. My youngest is sixteen mm. years. Yeah. My goodness! Caroline's birthday today. Sixteen. I know that should not be. Why do people grow old, Preston? Kathy, you were in the room when Caroline came into the world.
3: Like it's just. So hard that she's sixteen. Why?
0: We share okay. something because I was there when she was conceived and, and you was, were there. Yeah, how about born.
2: that? How about Memories? That? It's oh, all
3: the she, family.
0: That's yeah. I didn't
2: even know what Cuck meant at that time. Right, Stop right. It. Yeah, they hadn't created the term.
3: Uh, and she like towers over me. Is she taller than you, Preston? No, 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 no. Okay. no.
2: About probably Five ten, somewhere in that range. At
3: like just this tall, adorable sixteen-year-old. Uh-huh. Oh, I can't believe she's sixteen. I remember when she popped out, and yeah. like the whole room, Touching the nurses, it. all of us, because Preston and his wife did not find out what uh, sex the baby was, uh-huh. and they had already had two boys. And when a girl came out, it was like we were all like, "Yes!" <laughs> jumping
5: around. They did it. That it was
2: Uh, But Caroline wants to refer to, I I brought this up the other day, it's not her sweet 16, it's the salty 16. (laughs) Ah, Sweet and sweet. I I love it. So happy birthday, kiddo. I love you oh Oh, oh. so much. All right. Uh, We're going to see if we can get an answer to the super question this morning. Um, Which ball player appeared three times on the Donna Reed Show and once each on Bewitched and Mr. Belvedere, 215-263-WMMR? Tis Bob we are going to chat with. Uh, Bob, good morning to you. Good morning, young man. (laughs) Good good morning, young man. (laughs) All right, Bob, do me a favor and tell me which ball player we are speaking of.
12: That would be Willie Mays. Willie Mays.
2: (laughs) To Say Hey Kid, right? Yeah. All right. Hang on a second, Bob. We are going to set you up. You just got yourself a pair of tickets to see... Sarah Silverman, May 4th at the Met in Philadelphia. You can get tickets via Ticketmaster. Complete details at WMMR.com. Did you see that recent documentary, that Willie Mays documentary? No. It was amazing. Really? I'll yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I got check it out. I'll bet. What, a, what, a, what an amazing career and life that guy has had. And speaking of that, someone passed yesterday, and we had it late in the show, who had an amazing career in life. A beloved actor, singer, and civil rights activist, Harry Belafonte. Hey! passed away, uh, congestive heart failure, 96 years old. A good run, as they say. Yeah, his family said in a statement is with a heavy heart that we say goodbye to our beloved dad, father-in-law, and grandpa, the uh, beyond amazing Harry, Harry Belafonte. Uh, To the world, he was a legend, uh, but to us, he was dad, Harry Fafar, which means grandpa in Danish. Wow. And will always mean the world to us. I was watching um, a little tribute to him this morning and uh, seeing some of his uh, acting roles. Yeah. He was like an impossibly handsome man. Just insanely good-looking. He absolutely was. You know? Yeah. Uh, known as the Calypso King, uh, Belafonte is created for popularizing the music style with his 1956 album titled Calypso. Uh, his acting credits included Uptown, Saturday Night, Island in the Sun, Odds Against Tomorrow, Carmen Jones, The World, The Flesh and the Devil, White Man's Burden, and Black Klansman. I forgot he was in White Man's Burden. That's right. He's the rich guy. Mm-hmm who makes a mild complaint about uh, John Travolta's character and sends his life into a bit of a turmoil. He's good.
0: was a good actor.
2: Yeah. Uh, He's also known as the sausage king of
0: Chicago. I person. did not yeah. know that he
2: played yeah. Abe Froman. Wow. Uh, the EGOT winner was also the first black person to host a late-night talk show. When he took over hosting duties for the Tonight Show for a week in 1968.
0: Oddly could not get a banana sponsorship.
2: Uh, His guests included Martin Luther King Jr., Lena Horne, and Bobby Kennedy. That's a hell of a a lineup. Uh, Many in Hollywood. They played crack shots took to social media on Tuesday to honor the legendary actor and singer, including Spike Lee, Oprah Winfrey, Sherry Lee Ralph, Jennifer Hudson, and Ice Cube, among others. So, what a life. That's wild, yeah. What a life.
0: You look at that stuff overall,
2: you you know, a a life well lived. Yeah, good for him. A Pennsylvania State Police, as Pennsylvania State Police uh, continue to search for Bam Margera, April Margera is speaking out, saying that uh, the Westchester native just needs to settle down and get it straight. She said, we all love him so much, and we just want to help him, and we are not against him. We just want to get him help. Authorities have uh, been searching for Bam since Sunday. He allegedly punched his brother Jesse, threatened to kill all the occupants in the house, including Phil, his dad. Uh, And he's been charged with several misdemeanors, including making terrorist threats to his father, brother, and two others, as well as simple assault and harassment. Police have been unable to locate him since he fled the scene on Sunday. Now, April said that Bam has been diagnosed with bipolar disorder, Mm -hmm. hasn't been taking his medication. There you go. She said she just thinks he's running away from his troubles. She said he just needs to settle down and get it straight, and I think... It's just hard for him to do without being on his medication and trying to wrangle him. We just want him to get better. I mean, the things that he's doing are not criminal in his mind, she said. Uh, April added that she's not sure of where he may have gone since Sunday and that he didn't take any of the vehicles owned by the family. Uh, She doesn't believe that he remained in the Westchester area and the family has not yet heard from anyone about his whereabouts. Uh, she said that he just needs to grab hold of sobriety, get himself back to himself and not this hurt and pain that he feels that he can seem to mask other than to drink it away. Uh, Jesse Margier, by the way, has since responded to fans on social media downplaying his injuries as, quote, no big whoop. And he added that he wants Bam, uh, who he said has been up for about six weeks at this point and is hallucinating to get help, which is about 20 years overdue, he said. Uh, He said, it's the constant death threats against my parents and other family members that I'm not going to just sit there and tolerate. Uh, He said he is a danger to himself and anyone around him, and that is unacceptable.
3: I never really knew much about Jesse. What was his involvement with Bam and that whole crew? Was he part of that? No, so
2: uh, He was in a band or in a band yeah. called uh, CKY. And the the videos, the, the Jackass videos kind of came hand in hand with CKY music videos, if I recall correctly.
10: Yeah, well, CKY, you know, Can't Kill Yourself is what that stands for. And, and so um, that was all going on uh, prior to, like, the Jackass's launch. You
2: know, um,
3: but he wasn't part of that jacket. N- no, was tacitly.
9: Yeah, yeah. 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 tacitly is a good okay.
2: way to put it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so he did. He didn't. You know, I don't think he did any of the hardcore stunts or anything like that. But he was a part. of He was of there. Those.
10: You could see him in. The, you know, the early stuff. Like he was. He was in those videos. But no, he was not. Um,
0: okay.
2: It's kind
10: of yeah.
0: wild, case because yeah. those videos were sold out of um, Fairman's, right? Yeah. yeah. So it was like a, a skate. You know, skaters sort of haven. Right. Yeah. And they would. Um. And those sort of became. Cult um, phenomenon uh, outside of that particular store. And then that whole subculture grew. And then everyone sort of was riding on that initial momentum.
2: Yeah. She
0: so.
3: Th- and she said she doesn't think he's in the area, but I mean, where could he have gone? He didn't take cars. I mean, I guess yeah, he knows people. Yeah, I'm
2: sure somebody picked him up, yeah. gave him a ride, he got somewhere. You know, I, I, yeah, I'm sure he's not around here either, but like the guy that called yesterday. Uh, the said he saw him. You know, he, he lent him his phone. He, he called somebody. Probably said, "Pick me up here." Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, so, who knows? All right. So, moving on. Uh, back to John Stamos, if you don't mind. Not at all. Uh, it's hard to imagine Full House without Stamos without the Olsen twins. Uh, but according to John Stamos, two redheads Stamos. redhead kids almost took their place. He appeared on uh, Monday's episode of the Good Guys podcast and said at one point he couldn't deal with the twins crying. So the show got rid of them. (laughs) Describing a scene with Dave Coulier, Stamos said, we're doing this scene. Joe and I were uh, changing the baby, right? And Danny's gone and said, "Uh, take care of the kids. Yeah, we got it. We got it. So we're carrying the baby downstairs, and we're taking her in the kitchen, and we hose her down, and she was screaming, both of them. They wanted to be anywhere else but there, and so did I. He said they uh, they were 11 months old, and God bless them, they kept switching. This one's not gonna cry. I couldn't deal with it, and I said this is not gonna work. So they got rid of them, and after bringing in two redhead kids, uh, the actor said it was only a few days. And I said, "Bring the Olsons back. <laughs> These kids are terrible." So they wow, actually moved, they moved them out for the blink of an eye, and then saved the career, brought and them back, brought them back in. And how life, how different would life had been. But the Olsen twins, had they not been brought back? It's it's funny when they swap out a baby or a kid. Like, years ago, they did it on the Partridge family. They did it on Modern
0: Family. They had a, uh, a, you know, their original daughter. They swapped her out. So,
2: I guess with a kid, you can do that. Yeah, yeah. It's early enough where you can do it.
10: I I mean, honestly, guys, so they don't make that call. Then we don't get this. Pizza. 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 One of my favorites.
0: Pizza
11: party. (laughs) I-C-C-A.
7: you think the other babies have any resentment of about- <laughs> that? Absolutely. They're the like set. people. Yeah. yeah. And then
0: they got bounced. I will kill you, John Stamos.
7: <laughs> um,
11: did I happen to say? <laughs> <I want pizza>.
2: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, in honor of Lesbian Visibility Week, uh, the creator of The L Word, uh, Eileen Chaykin, and cast members Jennifer Beals, Leisha Haley, and Catherine Manning attended a White House press briefing on Tuesday. Uh, the group addressed uh, attacks on the LGBTQ community as the American Civil Liberties Union reports that more hundred more than 465 anti-LGBTQ bills have been introduced this year. Uh, referring to White House Press Secretary uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, uh, Chaykin thanked uh, President Biden for, quote, giving us... Uh, the first out lesbian press secretary who represents hope and possibility for so many people young and a bit older. Uh, for her part, Jean-Pierre shared what it was uh, a show like The L Word has meant to her and the broader community. She said, as a queer, as a young queer woman of color, I felt alone and sometimes invisible. And for so many people in our community, The L Word's impact cannot be understated. So it is Lesbian Visibility Week and they stop by the White House. Uh, in his new Netflix special, John Mulaney, Baby J, uh, John Mulaney detailed the intervention that totally saved his life. Uh, he said that 12 of his friends gathered in person and over Zoom to encourage him to get help for a drug addiction. And this was part of his Comedy. Yeah, stand-up you're talking about it. you stand-up routine. And uh, here's just a little snippet of it. He says, let me just call this out now. I don't mean to be weird. It was a star-studded intervention. <laughs> yeah. It was like... A good group. And he said this group included comedians like Fred and Nick Kroll, Seth Meyers, Bill Hader, and Natasha Leon. He said it was like a we are the world of alternative comedians over the age of 40. All comedians. Yet no one said a funny thing the entire night. Uh, he said even though he was so mad that night, he added that uh, getting to do this show and standing here. Listen, I am grateful to everyone at my intervention they intervened. They confronted me, and they totally saved my life.
0: It's so funny. Even he talks about it in his uh, a number of his acts. Um, how he's looks absolutely not like the kind of guy. Yeah, you, we would assume would be a drug addict. You know, and and to the level that he was.
2: Yeah, very clean cut. Yeah, he yeah. was able to hold it together right. when he was uh, inebriated Buttoned as down. well.
0: It'd be like finding out that Bob Newhart was a
2: heroin addict. But it, um, uh, it. Uh, addiction like that sucks the your time yeah. away from everybody else because you spend all that time on your addiction and, you know, you just disassociate and that's what he was doing. But he got it together, spent two months in rehab, left the facility in February 2021. He's been clean ever since. So he is doing well. Hey, according to Entertainment Tonight, celebrities came out in droves for the L.A. Lakers game on Monday night, Kim Kardashian, Chris Jenner, Corey Gamble, and St. West... St. West! ...all cheered on Tristan Thompson from the sidelines.
0: I can see you from my
2: vantage point
0: high above the earth.
2: Yeah, Caitlin wasn't there in person, go but... Go, Lakers, go! ...was there definitely to cheer on through the uh, Hi, Jenner's field. Uh St. was even wearing a Lakers jersey with Tom- Hi, Thompson's new number on it. Uh, meanwhile, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle were featured on the Jumbotron, ahead of King Charles' coronation. That's a hell of a kiss cam, cam? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what they should have done. Other stars and attendance included Adam Sandler, Sean Diddy Combs, and Timothy Oliphant.
7: So, you know what's it's funny uh, about Los Angeles right now is that the Lakers... The L.A. Clippers, who lost last night, and the um, Kings are all in the playoffs. So they've had to juggle the schedule at that building. It used to be called the Staples Center, and now it's a crypto.com arena or whatever. Um, But uh, L.A. celebrities, because Will Ferrell's been going to every L.A. Kings game, the Clippers really get short shrift because they they play in the same building. They named the Los Angeles Clippers – and nobody goes to their games, but wow. everybody goes to the Lakers games and the Kings games.
2: Star-studded. Yeah. No celebs at the Clippers games? Not really. The, oh, end,
7: the, the biggest one that I saw there was uh, Will Forte. There you go. Yeah. He's a Clippers yeah. right.
2: Uh Harry Potter's all grown up. On Tuesday, Daniel Radcliffe's rep confirmed with people that he and his girlfriend Aaron Drake, or Dark, I think is, a, is it. A, yeah, Dark, D-A-R-K-E. Uh, they are officially parents now. Aww. How about that? Yeah. Can you believe that? This, co- Yeah. my youngest, is, My youngest is 16 and Harry Potter's got a kid.
9: <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs>
2: going on? This comes after the Daily Mail published photos of Cliff pushing a stroller in New York City. Uh, no further details are currently available about the pair's first child. What do they call a, a stroller in, in England? Uh, pr- a, a pram. A, a buggy? Or is it a pram? Yeah. 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 So let's see what else I have here for. According to Page Six, rumors are swirling around Top Gun Maverick star Glenn Powell and Euphoria star Sidney Sweeney. So
0: I'm watching, uh, I caught a little bit of TMZ last night, you know, and um, the video I saw, I know that they're, they're just co-stars and they say nothing's going on. But I, I don't know, he, that, he's physical language, you're seeing something there, at least I thought I did.
2: The pair posed for photos on the red carpet at CinemaCon in Vegas on Monday to promote their forthcoming film, Anyone But You. Uh, The two actors couldn't seem to get their eyes off one another. Yeah. uh, The outlet reports Powell's girlfriend, Gigi Perez, recently unfollowed Sweeney on Instagram. Ah. (laughs) And she's engaged to someone
10: else. Wait, hang on a second. His girl.
0: Sidney Sweeney's engaged to someone else yet. She's in the movie with, you know, this guy. You know, he's, he's a good-looking guy. He played, I,
2: he played yes. Hangman in Top uh, No, I know Top who Gun he is, Maverick.
10: and I want to tell you something about Hangman that you might not be able to unsee after I say this. <laughs> okay. Because he is impossibly good-looking. Yeah. But he kind of looks like Yardley Smith.
2: What? Yes. <laughs> I don't see that at all. I'm no, looking at a picture of him right the now. Close,
10: you don't see the close eyes? Dead
2: uh, ringer. <laughs> I said kind of. No, kinda. No, I, no, I don't see it at all. No all and i would need to see i know what yearly smith looks like but i'd have to see another a picture of her Uh-oh. what made you think of this did you see a comparison somewhere no no okay. I, I did the eyes
9: my own.
7: yeah dude i see it yeah thank you and i don't like it
2: <laughs> wow
7: yeah I, it is the eyes case i yeah. kind of the nose and a little bit the hair yeah oh man oh man <laughs> you ruined
2: glenn powell for me yeah, well, how was... about Yearly Smith for being a good-looking guy? Yeah. All right. <laughs>
0: Bonus points to Yearly. Right. Negative just... points to Glenn. It's not no, it's not sinking for me.
2: It, it, there's it, a similarity, it, but... They have, they have s- almost similar eyes, I think. Yeah. But anyway... That's about it. How yeah. about him and Gigi Paris? Uh, some are speculating that a couple have broken up and that romances uh, between uh, Powell and Sweeney wouldn't is be, happening now. Wouldn't be the
0: first time it happened on a set. Do well, you true. remember what happened with uh, Brad Pitt?
2: Uh, yes, of and course. Jolie. Yeah, he was with Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer right? Aniston, yeah. yes. All right, a couple other quick things. Um, over 30 years after the original Beetlejuice was released in 1988, a sequel is finally in the works. The movie's director, Tim Burton, has been trying to get a sequel off the ground for decades, but news that a follow-up project is in production at Warner Brothers. It was officially announced at CinemaCon uh, yesterday.
0: Any uh, hint as
2: to the yes. stars? Are they getting Keaton? There's hint. There's hint. hints. So uh, the big news follows reports that uh, uh, via variety that Jenna Ortega, who of course worked on uh, Wednesday with Tim wow. Burton, was circling the lead role. That'd be uh, good of the daughter of Lydia Dietz, which okay. was uh, Winona Ryder's character in the film. So in February 2022, Deadline reported the Brad Pitt's Plan B Production Company is producing the project. And Ryder and the original Beetlejuice, Michael Keaton, are expected to reprise their roles. I mean, they're all
10: still alive and, and acting. I mean, every single one of them. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, my who, who, the father. Uh, he, he was... Uh... Jeffrey Jones? Yes. Yeah, we, he probably He's won't a, be cast. He
2: fell yeah. off a little bit. Yeah. Uh, various follow-ups have been floated since the film's release in the uh, late 80s. B- Burton at uh, one point considered a vacation sequel titled Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian, but was <laughs> sidetracked by Batman Returns, which also stars Keaton, of course. Uh, Warner Brothers, which uh, distributed the first film, started to pursue a sequel more seriously in the last decade, but by 2019, a spokesperson confirmed the project has been shelved. Uh, Despite the back and forth, the cast remained enthusiastic about the possibility of a sequel. In a 2013 interview, Winona Ryder said, I love Lydia so much. She was such a huge part of me. And she said she would never do it without Keaton and Burton. She said, because I love those guys. Uh, And Keaton shared a similar sentiment in 2014. He said, I always said that that's the one thing I'd like to do again if I ever did anything again. But it kind of required Tim to be involved some way or another.
0: It's always like, yeah, you're always trepidatious because uh, if, it, if they do it and do it right, it's going to be awesome, but there's always the possibility that they screw it up, but go
2: for it. Tim burton has got a pretty good track record. Yeah. I think he could handle it. Yeah, you know? I hope, yeah. Uh, there's no word on whether or not Ortega will join or if more of the original cast will return alongside Ryder and Keaton in Beetlejuice 2. Uh, but the film originally greenlit. It is only a matter of time before more details start trickling in. I love it. By the way, at CinemaCon, they uh, debuted the first... Pub- oh, you have it? The uh, the Flash. Yeah. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, speaking of Michael Keaton, director Andy Muschietti, Muschietti revealed a new trailer for the film uh, in Vegas on Tuesday. The new trailer contains glimpses of Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck returning as Batman as well as Michael Shannon reprising his role as General Zod and, Steve, uh, uh, watching the trailer, I think, uh, man, DC's creeping up on Marvel in my mind. I, ever since the Zack Snyder uh, yeah. Justice League, I, I am I am now a little bit more excited about this world than I am about the Marvel world. I hate to admit uh, it, but no, it's true. No, uh,
0: it is likewise and yeah. in this realm. So they, uh, it's my understanding they actually previewed the full movie as well to some of the CinemaCon goers. And the word is... One of, the, and actually James Gunn said it, the guy who's now running D.C., one of the greatest comic book movies ever made. It looks, yeah, fantastic. It
7: looks tremendous. I'm excited. It's going to be interesting to see them promote it without Ezra Miller yeah. <laughs> at all. They're not going to be able near that. Yeah. to do any of the press conferences or anything.
2: Uh, speaking of Ezra Miller, Machete said they are an incredible actor. I had a chance to uh, work with one of the best actors I've ever worked with. They bring the emotion, the humor, and they wanted to do all the stunts, and I let them. Uh, so it it looks impressive. I just hope it's not confusing because we're talking about multiple, you know, like Ezra Miller plays a couple different versions of The Flash. There's like multiverse things. So, so the, what I can, from what I can tell, it, it's pretty
0: clear, you know, who good. he is from, even though there's shots with multiple hymns, um, I, listen, it all looks great. Yeah. It looks unbelievable. And and the action sequences uh, have Muschietti's
2: flair. You know, he's a really good director. Yeah. Uh, Then another thing excited about, Steve and I were talking about this off-air, Sony Pictures released the official trailer for The Equalizer 3 yesterday. According to Entertainment Tonight, Denzel Washington reprises his role as the retired U.S. Marine and former DIA officer Robert McCall for the last time in the action-packed film. And he also reunites on screen. With his man on fire, co-star Dakota Fanning for the first time since the film was released in two thousand four. I mean, he's sixty eight right now. Yeah. So he's he's oh, wow. but yeah, he still yeah. pulls it off, man. Oh man. He still pulls it off. I was telling Steve, my favorite they, they show he he has this dead stare look on his face as the equalizer, which just means I'm about to explode and destroy everyone in my path. Well,
0: he's always assessing, okay, and he's got in his mind four seconds or three seconds to do this, to that, and in his mind he's playing out his plan of attack, and it's always amazing.
2: Yep, Uh, The Equalizer 3 is set to hit theaters September 1st. One final item, according to Today Magazine Star Wars actress Carrie Fisher... Will be receiving a posthumous Hollywood Walk of Fame star on May 4th. Any Aww. chance she shows up? In celebration of Star Wars Day. She's dead. So she won't be there. But her daughter, Billy Lord, yes. will accept the honor on her behalf. I'm shocked she, doesn't, she doesn't already have one. Yeah. I was very surprised. It's kind of ridiculous that she doesn't have one. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're ready to hit the clips. <laughs> Renfield follows the misadventures of Dracula and his titular sidekick, and here <laughs> Nicholas Cage talks about his favorite scene in the film.
13: I love that scene uh, uh, in the uh, support group <laughs> oh, where Dracula says, "Now let's eat," and you know you see all the Dracula attack moves, which some thought did go into that. I. I wanted Dracula to move like a top predator, uh, animality, like a big cat or a cobra. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, wanted Dracula to move
0: like a bird of prey or like a feline. Sounds I like Nick... love that scene. Uh,
7: uh, doesn't it sound like Nick Cage is doing a Nick Cage impression? It does,
2: yeah, uh, Redfield is in theaters now. Uh, next clip. Chris Davis takes on the role of boxer and entrepreneur George Foreman in the new film, Big George Foreman. In this clip, he talks about remembering Foreman from his youth. Didn't see any of his fights. I'm not old enough to remember that. However, I
14: am old enough to remember those grills. I made everything in those grills. Grilled cheese, just random uh, chicken breasts and steaks. You know how it is, hot dogs. I think I might have even made ramen noodles in that thing. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, super nice guy. Came He's by the guy. studio uh, last week. George, Big George Foreman hits theaters on Friday. By the way, all right, uh,
10: there you go. I'm, I just got a text. message Press. I just I want to think we might need to double back to our birthdays. Oh no, because uh, I just it, <gasps> your wife said I'm in the car now. So does that mean she's in the car with Caroline? Oh, I, I,
2: I don't know. I didn't see the text All
3: right. Message. Do we do it all over again? Uh, do we I, do I that? We do it again. we need to do it all, all
0: over, over again. Pretend okay.
2: like it didn't happen.
3: Yeah,
2: wait. Okay. Did, like what didn't happen? Uh, happy birthday. Uh, who was the star? Who was before? the one before that? Uh, it was Tom Welling of Smallville. Oh, oh, no. No. Okay.
9: He played Superman. He did, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah he's no uh, 46
2: way. years old today. All right. And then, <laughs> rewinding this. In my own household, there is a birthday. Oh, who is it? My youngest turns 16 oh, years old 16? today. Oh it's Cathy,
13: and you were there when
2: Caroline was born. And I was there when Caroline was conceived. <laughs> yes. By the way, we're doing this all, we said all of this about a half. An I hour didn't ago. even know what the word cuck meant at that time. <laughs> they hadn't even intended the term at that point. Well,
3: somebody send her the podcast. I
2: know, I know. Uh, uh, <laughs> but yes, Caroline, it's unbelievable, turns at 16.
3: Salty 16 By
2: the way, I could not be happier That she's getting into um, Sound
0: and engineering And stuff like that and and loves it It's so cool Yeah, audio engineering is
2: is the passion right now So I'm very, very happy I love you, kiddo you're the greatest. Happy birthday, and I hope we have a wonderful day today. All right, we are taking a quick break. We're coming back in a second, and don't forget, we're going to have on the show this morning Adam Wiener of Low Cut Connie bringing by some music for us to play. Our buddy Greg Murphy's coming by, and loads of cash and tickets. Oh, and Ow! National Pretzel Day. Yay! Philly Pretzel Factory has given us a $100 gift
1: card. <gasps> you have a chance to win that at some point as well. We'll be right back. 93.3 WMMR presents... Concert Cash.
4: Your shot to win $1,000 cash five times a day. Plus, tickets to mmr this September. Weekdays at 8 a.m., 10, and noon. Then 3 and 5 p.m. Listen for the Concert Cash ticket window. Get the keyword. Enter it at WMMR.com or on the MMR app. You can also text it to 45911. Each winner from MMR gets a grand in cash. And two tickets to mmr you in september see official rules at wmmr.com it's concert cash
5: sponsored by minor key tires brakes batteries and more doing car care right
4: 93.3 wmmr everything that rocks Hey, uh,
2: real quick, I just want to plug an event that I'm involved in once again this year. It is the Walk a Mile in Her Shoes event that is on the way Saturday, May 13th. And it is uh, International Men's March Against Rape, Sexual Assault, and Gender Violence. And proceeds from the event will support this wonderful organization known as the Laurel House, or Domestic Violence Shelter and Supportive Services. Uh, So if you'd like to get involved in that, it's real easy. You can go to uh, WMMR.com, click on events, and then uh, community, and then you will be able to find the sign-up. And it's uh, 35 bucks for registration. We have a great time. Uh, we got always get a big team out. And this is going to be at the Pfizer Collegeville campus. Uh, and, again, this is going to be on Saturday, May 13th. And, yes, we will actually put high <laughs> heels on. Yeah. And walk for a mile.
0: Uh, even in inclement weather, it's still a blast, which yeah. it was last time, and it, it, it's awesome. Yeah, thank
2: you for covering for me. By the <clears> way, excuse
0: me. Yes, yeah, absolutely, not a problem at all. And, and you know, everyone shows up. It is a great time, and again, it's it doesn't matter. Uh, they've they've reached out and helped. Uh, they helped a good friend of the the uh, the. Of our show who's a man and he yes. was in a situation that yep. was problematic and they jumped right in and helped him immediately a great organization and it's it's fun to watch
2: men who don't know how to walk <laughs> in high heels walk in high heels oh that boat sailed for me
0: a while ago i bought my own shoes
2: <laughs> me too yeah. Yeah. yeah uh some of them some of them are good some actually run in the high heels the it's firefighters crazy. yeah uh so that's coming up uh may 13th and just go to wmr.com click on events and then community and please sign up and be a part of team wmr we'd love to have you on board Uh, I would like to, yeah, let's go to the Just Saying Institute. We'll stroll the ground in our heels and see what's going on in the uh, sprawling campus of the JSI. The Just Saying Institute, home of the Preston Elliott Cuck Support Center. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, everybody needs support. Everyone. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll start with this And this is usually studies that have been done uh, Medical studies, scientific studies All this kind of stuff I'm Information over- you can use Yeah, it's kind of like that So patients using weight loss drugs Ozempic mm-hmm. and Wegovy Say that their hair has started falling out in clumps oh. Oh, That's a plus, Great. right? Uh, a TikToker lost... You look thin and you're bald. 60 pounds while an Ozempic claims her hairline has receded so much that she now has to cover it up with makeup. Another patient was so horrified after suffering hair loss, she said that she would rather be fat and able to hide behind my hair than oh. skinny and with bald spots. <laughs> uh, this
0: is really adding all sorts of life questions to you. What... Given your drug <laughs> would you rather be? Overweight or have yeah, clumpy hair? But like lush hair yeah.
2: and
10: overweight or bald and in shape. Well, does the hair come back or is it gone for
2: good? Actually, Casey, the hair comes back. So then this I is,
10: would go with the uh, lose oh, yeah. the hair, lose the weight.
2: This is a, uh, so I'll explain. So hair loss is not listed as a side effect of uh, semaglutide, which is the active drug in both products. Meglutide. Some- a- oh, I'm I heard sorry. Dr. Mike say it. Semeglutide, okay. Yeah, all right. Uh, but uh, the side effects showed up in clinical trials of Wegovy. Uh, it affected three percent of patients on the drug compared to one percent in the placebo group. Ozempic uh, and Wegovy <clears throat> have already been linked uh, to a host of other side effects, including vivid dreams. Suddenly being repulsed by common foods such as ground beef Ooh. and losing muscle at an alarming rate. <laughs> so, not, these are side effects. It yeah. doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen. Losing muscle you. at an alarming rate while you're going bald. Uh, Zempic and Wagovi use the same drug, uh, semaglutide. Is that what you said? S- semaglutide? Semaglutide. You're going to look like Gollum at the end of this. Semaglutide, I guess, because that's an yeah. A. Uh, which suppresses appetite and triggers weight loss. The drug is a GLP-1 receptor, which triggers hormones in the brain
1: I hear it's
2: that keep the stomach full and tell the body to stop eating and avoid cravings. So the, b- of the two drugs
0: you mentioned, of course, Ozempic is repurposed. Is the other drug specifically for weight loss?
2: I believe it is, I right? I it
10: was the same thing. I think it was an initially for people with diabetes. Or people
0: who uh, want to get rid of annoying really- hair.
2: Yeah. So doctors are not clear on exactly what is causing the hair loss in some patients, but some say this can be triggered after rapid weight loss by a condition called uh, telogen effluvium. Yeah, and a temporary you just did a Harry Potter
0: spell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can't
2: see it, Preston, but a duck just appeared behind you. Telogen effluvium. <laughs> Livio. Yeah. A temporary thinning of the hair can be triggered by the rapid weight loss disrupting hormones or leading to resources being directed away from the hair, they said. Mr. This-
0: Potter's been using Al-Zepic,
2: and that is why he is bald. Uh, this causes hair follicles to suddenly switch to the uh, resting or tel- telogen phase of their growth cycle, causing the hair to fall out. But the condition is temporary. It's the with, follicle version of bitch face. With experts saying uh, new hairs will later start growing again. Later. Right. Uh,
3: this is like a toss up that I think a lot of women would be like, you know yeah. what? I'll keep the weight. Yeah. I would. Yeah. I, I wouldn't take that chance that yeah, it's going to fall out and not come back.
10: Sorry for women. I think that's a harder decision for men. It's like ah whatever.
0: Oh, <laughs> I think it's a walk <laughs> in the
2: park for me. <laughs> yeah. Temporary hair loss can appear about three months after rapid weight loss and may take up to six months to resolve. Hmm. But they're guessing that that might right. be what it is.
10: But the, you were saying also one of the side effects is a rapid like muscle loss or whatever. Yeah. And I wonder because when you lose weight, you know whether you work out or not, you are you're going to lose muscle as well. Even even if you're pumping iron every oh, single day.
0: Yeah, you've got to be really good to not lose muscle. Right. You, you, you're going to take a hit. If they, they, but they're saying this is dramatic muscle well, weight Well, so this is where I'm going with this.
10: Um, I would assume that, uh, that anybody who's over, like, extremely overweight, like, Maybe going to the gym and exercising is not like uh, An their option. Not, well, they're number one or number yeah. two or number three option, right. you know. So you know, maybe they're losing weight at a more rapid level because they're also not working out.
2: Mm. It's not part of their mm. regular routine. Real quick, I want to go to Barbara. Hey, Barbara. Good morning. Hi. Hey, Barbara.
3: Hi, guys. Um, I'm on one of those medications. Um, I take Trilicity 4.5. Okay. Because I'm diabetic,
4: I have diabetes type two. God. And I literally, due to all these medications being utilized for weight loss, we can't get our medications.
0: Yeah, we, we've, we've been hearing that for a while that a lot of them I, are hard to come by.
3: And I had literally, due to insurance parameters and limitations, I went almost three months, uh, about two and a half months, without felicity. Ooh, wow! And it's like, and people just don't get this. And I don't understand. I understand if you're private
4: paying that, sure, you're going to get it, but I don't understand why there isn't, um, prescriptions aren't being validated as if you're diabetic, you get the medication
9: first. Okay. I, I, right. Listen,
0: and the, the, the thing is, this is all the way through, like, for example, I forget who made the joke at an award show, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it, it might have been, you know, but basically the basic joke was raise your hand if you're on Ozempic. Right. Uh, because it's this is the big celebrity weight loss thing right. now.
2: Yeah,
4: Yes,
2: it is. All right, and, Barbara. Well, ho- hopefully. Well, good luck. I, yeah, I don't know if they'll, you know, start cranking out more of them or, uh, you know, uh, you, they, step it up. I don't know bizarre. how much. They have money
0: to be made. They can, sell. They yeah. can exactly. produce more. The, yeah.
9: yeah.
2: Good luck, Barbara. Thank you for calling in. Thank we you. appreciate it. All right, we got to take a call from the good doctor. He just had hey! a birthday on Sunday, turning another year older. The sunshine in our lives from Penn Medicine and Fox 29. Dr. Mike Sariga. Hey, hey, hey. he sure Good morning, I Dr. You. Mike.
8: You know I love you all. It's, it's, it's love and, and Steve, I all love you. You're we, just, just my, I, I'm so blessed. We anyway, love you.
0: And, and so you're the man we need to talk to about this, Mike.
8: Well, yeah, it's called telogen effluvium. And you see that condition. It's temporary and it freaks people out. I saw a lot of it when people would get COVID-19 and then their hair would fall out or get thin and then it would eventually come back. Mine
3: fell out. When I, after I had COVID. Really? Yeah, and I and my um, hairstylist found it. I, I realized that it was thinning, and she found in the back the new growth. And she's like, when did you have COVID? And she's like, I think that's what this is.
0: You remember, oh, she shit. walked in and we thought it was Vin Stop Diesel. It, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: that's wow. right. And I noticed so- that extra line on the forehead I had never seen before. Yeah, yeah. that's the Fast and Furious line. <laughs> so,
8: Stress of any kind, physical illness, things like that, and uh, uh, all of that can <clears throat> can lead to telogen effluvium, not to worry. Um, uh, Barbara brought up a very interesting point, though. Uh, and, and uh, she's on Trulicity, but uh, so many people uh, are now on, it, it's called semaglutide or ozempic or ribelsis or Wagovi. All three of those names are the same drug. Uh, Wagovi is uh, FDA approved for weight loss. Ozempic is approved for type 2 diabetes. And uh, this, the, the difference with ribelsis is it's in pill form. So, look, <clears throat> it's the first treatment that we have. That, that really, really works for weight loss. And yes, maybe if you lose weight rapidly, you might get telogen effluvium, but the health benefits of weight loss outweigh just about everything. Even if you lose a small amount of weight, you will prolong your life. And and so that's why uh, th- there's such an emphasis on this. Um, now, a lot of people who weigh one pound above where they should uh, are are taking it because it works uh and it's easy and you can still have your cheesecake which is making it hard for people like barbara to get her medication now she's on trulicity which is a similar drug uh, but the bottom line is that that uh, uh if, if my understanding is they are ramping up manufacturing. Yeah. To your point, Steve, there's money to be made. Yeah. So uh, uh but but I can tell you I I've lectured on obesity for decades. This is the Time in my career of thirty years, where we have something that actually works.
7: Mike, I have a, a subjective question for you because I'm probably fifteen or twenty pounds overweight. Right, I'm not. I don't think I'm uh, would be considered obese, but I could use a, a better diet and more exercise. Um, would Ozempic be okay for me, or is that taking it away from somebody like Barbara who called in earlier?
8: So the bottom line is, if, if for to be qualified to get Wagovi, you have to have a body mass index of over 30, which makes you in the obese category. If you were to get Ozempic, you would have to have a type a diagnosis of type two diabetes. So now,
0: your recommendation to Nick is to get that body mass up as quickly as he can. Uh, right? Well,
8: look, look, <laughs> nothing is for free. Right, right. And and so, uh, in addition, if you look at all the package inserts with these medicines, the bottom line is they all say in conjunction with diet and exercise. Yep. The way right. this, this mechanism works, it makes you eat less. It makes you feel full and you eat less. So, what I do is intermittent fasting. I've been doing it for four years now, and I don't eat during the day and and so i I drive my liver into gluconeogenesis and and it burns fat that way so uh is it for everybody no well
0: what well, what you're saying is you're you're you you will eat you eat dinner so so you you're probably you're doing like the sixteen and eight correct
8: uh, pretty much, yeah. yeah. And and for dinner, I eat whatever I want. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, you're not going to lose weight if you if you eat uh, chocolate eclairs, right. you <laughs> know, right. all, all night long. But look, the the everybody has to find their way. I, I've been doing intermittent fasting my whole career because I don't have time to eat during the day because I go nonstop.
0: It's funny. So, it's, it's funny you mention that because by, by sheer, my sheer weight of my regular schedule, I said, hey, I'm kind of doing that anyway, so I'm just a little bit more austere about it, because we go for hours without anything
8: well that that 's another example, Steve, of why you and I are on a you know, on a similar plane. We cycle know? together I, I just it 's uncanny. Hey, can but, I ask you
0: one quick question also uh, Dr. Mike, and I have asked it between Mike and Dr. Mike just because uh, i 'm schizophrenic anyway, um, somebody told me who had mentioned this whole thing about how, trouble getting ozempic and, and or, or whatever their their diabetes medication that that if you take cinnamon um it can help regulate your body your your sugar level cinnamon is there any is that is that just hui and hokum or is there well, any aspect that, of that that's valid yeah.
8: i mean the same with chromium picolinate so i've studied natural products that's my thing yeah. uh, there there are natural products that can help with with blood sugars but look if you have diabetes you need to be treated right, all right forget that i mean you you've got to be treated, and we have wonderful treatments metformin or glucophage we have uh, uh, in conjunction with diet and exercise and and lifestyle changes we we have insulin you know that and and by the way th- there was this big scandal about the cost of insulin that has come down um, and and so look uh, 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 it's it's a bona fide medical condition that can do you in you need to take it seriously all right. but uh, look, it, 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 uh, Nick, uh, if you if you have a body mass index that's above where you should be, call me.
7: Yeah, um, I mean yeah. honestly, for me, it's diet and exercise, and I, I understand that. I'm just I'm talking about people who might be like me who would resort to something like Ozempic. I don't think that that's for me at all, and I'm I'm fine with that. But I'm sure that there are people who are like me and have my. A similar body type who might default to something like oh,
8: absolutely, yeah. and, and I get, I get pressured. I, I get a lot of people say, "Look, I want this, <laughs> and um, how do I do it?" And you know, I always I kid people. I, I am not going to end up in jail with a girlfriend named Bubba uh, because you want to lose five pounds. You know, right, I'm not. Right, going yeah. you know, to.
3: Call, I called him once and said, "I need a favor from you." And that's what he said to me. He goes, "I'm not going to end up in jail with whatever." <laughs> Bubba, he I was like, I need a referral for a doctor. There are two, like, oh, okay, two people
0: who, who loom way? large <laughs> in in Dr. Mike's nightmares. I Rico, Suave, and that. Bubba.
8: I don't know what that was, Kathy, but it wasn't a referral. I'm yes, a
3: referral. it was. It was for
10: physical
8: therapy. No. Oh, get out of here. You wanted something and, on. <laughs> You wanted I, a, I
3: wanted my All perks. Right,
0: Dr. Mike, can you prescribe to me a muzzle that I can give to Kathy when she brings up this stuff? Well,
8: I love Kathy. It's yeah. just she and I are. We're on a plane together, too, but it's a different one. Not really. Uh, yeah, it, it, a whole different We're
3: one. on a plane, uh, but we don't want to be there together.
8: Yeah, well, I love you, Kathy. You know that. I love you. We, right. we love you. Dr. Mike, we love you. Love, love, you, love you. Happy to you. birthday to your daughter. I love you. Oh,
2: happy birthday you. to you, Dr. I Mike. it. Dr. Mike Cerigliano. Yay! box 29 he's great. And medicine he is one of the greatest humans in the world actually so
0: is that something nick of it if, if you thought oh no no i don't yeah.
7: i don't think that's for me at all that's what yeah. i was trying to yeah. get at was that uh, that's not an option that i want to pursue i want to be i want to eat better I, I want to follow preston's diet regimen because he's worked at it and been diligent at it i don't have the discipline that preston has um and uh, i've been impressed at your discipline in a lot of respects over the years thank you including weight loss two pounds away from my goal. Right? And then it's ice cream time. And then you're yeah.
0: diving <laughs> in. And then you blow it right out of the water. To the heavenly hash. <laughs> gonna, you're going to be like Ben Stiller at the <laughs> end oh of Dodgeball.
2: Yes. Epic <laughs> Chuck Norris. All right. Uh, let's see. Just saying, Institute uh, studies and so on. All right. So there are uh, name expert actually. Colleen Slagin says that uh, gender, gender neutral names uh, and using last names as first names are big trends in 2023 as far as baby names go. Uh, Slagent says that 2023 name trends include, and I'll give you a list of these Sutton, Miller, and, Pud. and Brooke, not Pud. Pud is still not out Ooh, there. Oh,
0: let me see little Pud.
2: Yeah. Uh, also, Margot, Eloise, and August are more traditional popular choices. Eloise, Uh, interesting. Mm -hmm.
3: There was a character. There was an Eloise that it it made it popular again. Oh, really? Yes. It was.
2: It was in a kids' book. Yes. Okay. Kids' book. Uh, Some strategies for selecting the perfect name include using a vintage name, using a surname as a first name. This is Sir Model T. uh, Picking a general neutral uh, gender neutral moniker. Or picking a longer name that can be shortened into a lovable nickname as well.
0: I think that's kind of been, people have gravitated to, towards that for, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, that's always an option. A name that, that uh, truncates down to a very easy, you know, t- like, uh, you know, Thomas down to Tom, you yeah. know. Case,
2: okay, so who were you talking to the other day? It was Trey. Uh, yeah. You're asking yeah, if yeah, he was Trey a, Kennedy. A third. Right. Yeah. And that, but you also had asked that if you were, if he was in the south, he would have been trip. Yeah, so I,
10: I guess there's a few different. When you're the third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trey trip. I don't know what the.
7: Uh, Troika. I think no, it's probably. Russian. Yeah, so. I mentioned uh, I mentioned to Trey when he was in the studio. I have uh, my my cousin's husband um, is is one is a twin, and he they are both the fourth in that family, and the one of the twins goes by Cordy and Q U A R T I E. So he is the fourth. <laughs> What? It was the first time I heard of it. Wow! Yeah, I yeah, never I'm heard.
0: Interesting, of that, but that's
2: because I think I think of qwerty when I hear that, the which the is keyboard. a keyboard,
0: right? Yes. Yeah. So in my family, person there's Pud and Puddelina.
2: Okay. Aww. yeah
0: And uh, identical twins. Okay.
2: Uh, identical twins. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh yeah. But there are but the, it's the, a, the. It's a new time, man. Pud and Puddelina. Okay. <laughs> uh. So. Slagen said, I think one thing that people are really interested in is how popular a name is. You can easily look up a name on uh, a social security website and see how much it's been used. I didn't know that that was a, uh, huh. a source. Uh,
3: or a
4: <laughs> thing.
2: Social security website.
0: Was that, so that's going to go into a consideration as well. If you if there's a lot of a particular name walking around and you're naming your kid, you're going to want something a little bit unique, right? I would think so. But some, I guess like,
2: uh, like Chud. being part of the mass. I've told you guys when I was a kid, I just wanted to be John, Dave, Steve. Eve, That's a long Joe, name. Joe. Frank. Anything but Preston. And now you time. love it. And now I love it. Yeah.
3: I wanted to be Sarah.
2: Sarah. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. I wanted to be Throckmorton. Okay.
3: <laughs> that was like my, for whatever reason. Sarah. Yeah. Okay. My, I don't I, see you, you as a Sarah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't like Kathleen for whatever reason.
2: Right. Mm. I don't care now. And yeah. uh, uh, when were, have you, do you, you ever refer to yourself as Kathleen?
3: Um, I have formal? one cousin that calls me Kathleen. And like w- I, when I go into doctor's offices and stuff, you know, when they have yes. your full name, they say Kathleen. And I don't correct them and say, oh, I go by Kathy. Or if it says, oh, is there a yep. nickname you go by? You know, no, it, <sighs> it's OK.
10: You're Kathleen in my um,
0: contacts now. Oh, really? And I didn't switch that. You
3: know what? A lot of people texted me about that. Yeah. I it, don't know what happened it, or why it changed.
0: It did It did with me as well. You're your Kathleen with, with your, with your um, married name.
3: And then I tried to like change it. To, so that it would come up as Kathy, and ever, and I was texting a few friends, and they were like, no, still says Kathleen. It, it, it
2: comes up, I, I don't weird. know how it does it, but yeah, I, same yeah. thing with me, Case. Mm-hmm. I still have Kathy Romano on here. Yeah,
7: huh. I do too, with the, the mirror photo that you sent out to everybody.
2: <laughs> you look like complete my ass. ass.
7: <laughs> oh, yes.
3: The best is when you get the call, and yes. that is large on your screen. <laughs> I,
0: I
9: enjoy
0: that a lot. My, my email back to me and my text, so, you know, if I were to send myself a message, it would say, Mr. Large Penis. But no one else sees that. So but but I forget sometimes that's the case and it'll pop up (laughs) on Mind. Or Nick is Nick is my favorite because I've never changed it. When I had difficulty <laughs> spelling Nick's name initially, he's in my phone as Nick McWhat the F. Well,
3: so I had Nick saved in my phone as Nick Y100 for years, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, this is ridiculous. I have to change it, and so I changed it to Nick MMR. It doesn't say your last name. <laughs>
7: Somebody gave me a hard time once for uh, because I have my parents' full names stored, in, and and it's not Mom and Dad. I have Thomas oh. McElwain and Betsy McElwain. And, and I text them as such. I, the reason that I did that uh, was, I guess, in case somebody ever had to look them up in an emergency. Like, they right. would be able to look up their last names or their full names. Yeah. I don't know. But somebody was like, you don't have your parents stored as mom and dad in your phone? And I was like, no, I understand that. Yeah.
0: On the new iPhone or on the new system, you can, um, so you put in your emergency contact. Um, and they, which allows you to call it? That you can access, If so if you're injured oh. and your phone is there, it'll come up.
3: Oh, I didn't know. How that. you
0: want that to be like so in in my phone under the emergency contact is Claire. I don't have wife, you right. know. All oh, right, okay. So so uh, so that somebody would hit that and it would
2: go right to oh. her. And I think that's pretty smart.
0: Okay. Case,
2: did you want to play something for us? No. Okay. I do I want to move on to another story. Um this is another Justin Institute bit of research. Uh, If you love that new car smell, (laughs) cancer-causing chemicals are responsible for the aroma. Yeah, I saw this goddamn story. I'm like, why rob us of everything? Why don't you? A new study from Harvard and the Beijing Institute of Technology found this out. By the way, new cars that you really love are lethal. Uh, The scent usually associated with a new ride is a combination of leather and plastic. That becomes more intense in heat. Have you ever noticed that when you get into a warm car? That the scent is a little bit uh, more uh, strong. Uh, Sitting in a car with a new car smell for just a half hour every day can result in dangerous levels of exposure. Uh, The study involved monitoring the concentration of chemicals in new cars while they were parked outside. Scientists found that levels of chemicals, formaldehyde and acetaldehyde, uh, were higher than China's national safety standard.
3: <laughs> right. Oh my God! <laughs> right, we're uh, in Ford, trouble.
2: <laughs> Stop it. Ford has actually already begun the process of trying to remove the smell. Yeah, it's kind of oh, weird. Okay. They just take the roof off the car. I don't <laughs> know how they do that? So uh, I love the new car smell, but just thought I'd pass that. And long, they sell right? artificial new car smell. All right, last story, or, or do we have to wrap it up? Well, we, should, just... probably, we should probably wrap it up because we, we have to do
0: Fox. Uh, Good day, like like yes. How quick can you make it right, Super, super, super quick. Uh,
2: a Harvard study suggests that you can turn back time by being less stressed. Oh, so why did not okay. you do that? Just be less stressed. <laughs> Where
0: uh, are you from, sir? A hundred years in the future. I just needed a break.
2: Uh, this impact can be seen within days. The team measured real-life stressful events like surgery, pregnancy, or illness in both humans and mice. Biological age, ro- uh, age rose in response to stress but settled down after the event. Um, and the uh, team wrote, "When the stress was relieved, biological age could be a could be fully or partially restored. The biological age of humans and mice is not static nor steadily increasing, but undergoes reversible change." And the separate I studies doesn't
0: make any sense to me. Showed
2: that cutting calorie intake by twenty five percent over two years can reduce the rate of aging. So use Ozempic, go bald, and you have a a very peaceful <laughs> mouse. But yes, as long as you're not stressed, right? Yeah, you have to cut down the stress, and your biological age will <sighs> crazy slow down. talk. All right, that's it. We're shutting it down. Thank you for stopping by. We appreciate you uh, visiting the Just Saint Institute today. But we got to take a break and come back. Casey had mentioned we're going to go on Fox Good Day. We'll do that. We'll also go live. Uh, I mean, we'll also uh, have the Bizarre File and your first shot at winning a thousand dollars in MMRBQ tickets this morning alone. We'll be right back.
4: Threw out all your radios for a fancy speaker that talks back to you? Well, don't forget, you can still listen to us by saying Open MMR. You can even tell it you want to wake up to MMR, just like your grandpa's clock radio used to. Imagine that. Preston
5: and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com.
2: Listen up. Some amazing news from our friends at Window Nation. You can modernize and reinvest in your home today with new windows from Window Nation with their best deal. It's 0% interest for five full years. Plus, get two windows free with every two you buy. It's a double deal. You'll get more comfort, lower energy bills, higher home value, and jealous neighbors. All with impeccable construction and expert installation. Call today, 866-90NATION, or visit WindowNation.com
5: back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
2: We're going live on Fox Good Day right now. And that
5: rocks.
1: <laughs> Hi. Hey, guys. Hi, hey. Guys. This is
5: Steve. Good morning. And everybody else.
7: Oh. I guess you, I think I've heard you guys do stories about artificial intelligence and what's
8: it called? Chat. Chat-
3: GPT. Chat. Yes.
8: GPT. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, guess what? People are using it to write wedding vows. They're so lazy. They feed the information into this machine or whatever. And it spits out wedding vows.
2: I think that's egregious. Hmm. I kind of do
0: as well. I do a lot of writing, and I think that's a time where you're supposed to not let the robot do your writing. (laughs) And kind of speak from the heart and not have R2-D2 compose your
2: message. Now, I am not (laughs) a prolific writer like Steve is. I have a hard time putting words together on paper i can spit them out of my mouth and come out of my brain but when it comes to writing it down i'm just not good at it so i do see that as i well. might use it you know but just a, just oh as an assistance what? to kind of get the ball rolling and that can give you well, some yeah. ideas my my wife is
0: mortified I
3: write
0: it for you and... yeah well so look, my wife always hands the cards to me and i you know and i'll i'll, I'll do the writing and i get it it, it terrifies some people especially me. in the case like preston in, in a wedding True. scenario yeah. But I say take it out for, at least try it, you know, and then let the crowd turn on you.
11: Yeah, Uh, yes.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because what'd you say? Would you try to make it sound like you wrote it, or would you just confess, like, hey, I got some help here? No. Do you have to lie?
9: (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Chat GTP wrote this. I didn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but but there there are anomalies. And I don't know. I, to, to me, like even here at work, like they tell you, you can't use it to write like certain things like copy for commercials and stuff like that because they want no. that human touch. Yeah. What would
7: you rather have? Right. Crappy original vows uh, that you wrote or really lovely, beautiful vows that GPT wrote for you?
3: I mean, but if it's it's cute, sometimes it can be so crappy, it's cute. Like, oh, he tried. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look at him.
9: Yeah. you Don't know what? Look, look at look him. At him. All, all the, all the, <laughs> look at oh.
0: him. All the machines in the room will be going, oh, that's very good. Yes, yeah. 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 well done. All, the, all the machines will love it.
2: Uh, I really like you. Let's go half sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Except now it's official.
15: Yes.
1: It's under the eyes of God.
2: Oh, Lord. Uh, I think uh, it's a good way you to... You to get the ball rolling. To, if, if you need some assistance, I think it's okay to use okay. that. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. I mean, if you can't communicate your love to somebody you're going to spend the rest of your life mm. with, you're kind of in trouble. I, I think that's bad. Unless you're marrying a toaster, then it's fine. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah. Mike, I think,
3: ta- did you write your own vows, Mike? Hell no. <laughs> 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 well, you here <hope> talking.
0: <laughs> and it didn't last. Uh-huh. Wow. Ah, there you go. You should have turned it over to the microwave. Mm-hmm.
7: Thank you, guys. Thank
2: you. See you later, guys. uh, All right. Uh, It's eight o'clock, so we should. Yeah, we're ready. Here we go. MMR's
4: Concert Cash. Now, here's your Concert Cash keyword.
2: And the word is spot S P O T. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it either on the contest page, WMMR.com. Uh, via the MMR app, or you can text it to our special contest short code number, which is four five nine one one. One random entry wins a thousand bucks in our company wide contest, and all MMR winners get two tickets to the MMR Saturday, September sixteenth. Tickets are on sale now. Winners will get a call from Beasley. Make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules available: WMMR.com, for MMR details. Text the word "finally" to three nine three three three. We'll send you a link for the information. It's sponsored by Meineke, and again, the word is spot, S-P-O-T. Come and get that money and those tickets. Let's take a look at traffic. See what's up this morning. Kathy, what you got for us?
3: Jam traffic on 295 northbound from Mount Holly to Florence-Columbus Road. That's an accident in the left lane. Uh, Northbound also slow from Route 45 to the 42 freeway. 42 north heavy uh, from the Black Horse Pike to 295. And then Route 130 to 676 where the left lanes close with construction. 55 northbound. Jam Stepford to 42 on the Schuylkill. Eastbound, you're slowing from 202 into Belmont. uh, The Boulevard to the Vine. Westbound, Pass Young to the Vine. The Boulevard to Gladwin. And then from the Blue Road out to Gulf Mills. 95 southbound jams academy through to bridge street northbound side from namens road to the blue route uh, the vine eastbound slows from the schuylkill to eighth and then at the ben franklin parkway where we have the off-ramp partially blocked with an earlier truck fire the left lane is still closed westbound side jams the length 95 to the schuylkill expressway and then on the blue route northbound it's heavy 95 to the media bypass southbound side from the mid-county tolls to the schuylkill 422 eastbound backing up from 29 to 23 this traffic report brought to you by the u.s Department of Health and Human Services. It's National Donate Life Month. Join the 170 million people who have signed up as an organ, eye, and tissue donor. Go to organdonor.gov today. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Uh, We have a new Daily Rush video for you to check out. The title
2: is Dick Button. Uh. (laughs) New Jersey has its own Hall of Fame, and this year, Dick Button and Vagina Zipper are inductees. And you can go to WMMR.com slash Daily Rush and see the video and any other that you may have missed out on. It's sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet. You can learn more at Xfinity.com. And again, it's the latest Daily Rush video titled Dick Button. Real quick, um, there was a shart out uh, since I was talking about, uh, you know, Kyle. Uh, yes. Kyle Mack does the, uh, the videos for us. Kyle also runs our YouTube live stream. And I got this email and they said, no need to mention my name for this, but I wanted to uh, give some love. He said, I'm wondering if you could... Give a shout out to all the people who watch the YouTube feed every day. There's a good group of people who are there every day to talk amongst each other, uh, which I think is a wonderful thing, including myself. There's also Ashley, Diamond Dog, uh, Heath N., uh Sinboys Blade or Sinbois Blade, I'm not sure how you pronounce that. Uh Phillies Fan 01, Common Sense, and so many others Yeah, that it is impossible to mention them all. I just want them to feel the love for being there every day. Gadzooks and Rage On. So here is a shout out for those who stream us. Kyle um, says it's a robust community. Yep. And said so there's uh there's good chat that goes on. Yeah. And we we appreciate that, guys. So thank you and we love you and and uh you can watch that. On YouTube, the President of Steve channel. Go check that out when you get the opportunity. And you can—it's—they're uh, there. They're—they're yeah. they're, they're archived after we're done with the show. If you listen to the show, and you want to—you know—if you hear me cracking up ridiculously uh, about something Steve did, and you want to see me actually falling with my face on the on the board, <laughs> you can watch that. It's on yes. the stream. Yeah. You know, so feel free to do so. All right, let's do the beef fire.
6: No.
1: Presents Kristen and
9: Steve's Design.
2: Design. All right, brought to you by Mulchworks Vast, and they offer the highest quality mulch and topsoil. It's manufactured on site, and they also have leaf compost, compost, decorative stone, pavers, and more. Uh delivery or pickup for residential and commercial markets, you can visit mulchthis Uh this is a pretty wild story. A senior citizen. Was killed in a freak accident when he was struck by a flying cow. What? Launched 100 feet into the air by an express train. Steve? It's an utter catastrophe. It
9: is. Uh,
2: How did that happen? Shivdial Sharma, who is 82 years old, was reportedly urinating next to a train track in India when the incident occurred. And it's thought that the animal was hit Uh, by the Vandy Barat Express train before landing on Mr. Sharma. So, somehow or another, the train was in the vicinity of train tracks, got hit. Punted the cow. Launched it and landed on him. Another man in the area narrowly escaped being caught by the flying animal carcass. Part of the cow's body landed on the elderly man, killing him instantly. Well, don't this be it all. Uh, The railway minister has announced that measures including garbage and vegetation removal have begun to keep cows away, (laughs) as well as... Frequent whistling at locations prone for cattle and animal runover. Frequent whistling? Yeah, that's what is. The that? hell does that mean? Uh, Mr. Sharma's tragic death. Prompted many officials to call for improved regulation. We've got to stop this and the whistling. On the train route, which often sees incidents involving cows on its tracks. That's,
0: uh, their, their train system is pretty amazing. Yeah. You, see, you, you see the shot of
2: the people who often ride on the top of the train. Yeah. A little dangerous. A French skier's terrifying fall in the Alps was captured on his GoPro and has gone viral. Although he is an experienced skier, Les Pautos... Stumbled upon a deceptive circle of snow, which caved into a massive crevasse, causing him to plummet into a dark, icy chute. Have you guys seen this
0: footage? No. It is terrifying. It is. And the fact that he survived is effing amazing.
2: It's, he falls into a a tube, essentially. And I mean it's deep. The odds of someone getting out of a crevasse like that yep. is virtually non-existent. Uh Pautos posted the harrowing video on his Instagram page with a caption that said surprise. He explained to followers that he made it out of the ice cle- uh, made it out with ice cleats and rope given to him by friends. Uh, the accident happened on the uh, Maji Mountain, located in the Hutz Alps, France. There was a stripper in Alaska named Ice Cleat, which what? is known for its <laughs> backcountry and extreme skiing. But you, you can't believe this is real. Yes. Uh, and he's falling for quite a distance. Yeah, until you see it yourself. But the guy survived. Unbelievable. Well, they're putting out a call for all of the Kyles in Kyle, the Texas city located on IH 35 North in San Antonio. Wants to set a record for the largest gathering of people with the name Kyle. We have
0: our own Kyle we could send there.
2: They call it the Gathering of the Kyles, and it is scheduled for Sunday, May 21st at Lake Kyle Park. The current world record for the largest same-name gathering belongs to uh, Kupreski Kosi in Bosnia Mm. and Herzegovina. And according to Guinness World Records, they hosted the largest gathering of people named Ivan about twenty three hundred Ivans showed up for that record setter in two thousand seventeen.
10: I wonder, like, if you just go to a football game, you know, uh, you have eighty thousand percentage people wise, crowd, yeah, like, yeah. You know, how many people? Like, what's the most amount of people with the same name in a
0: in an environment like that? I like, wonder. Well, twenty three hundred doesn't. I mean, to get them Ivans is
2: a little bit more of a unique name, but not over there. Right. But it doesn't seem that impressive. Um. Yeah, but we have to think about um, how far people may have to travel, to travel yeah. in order and, and have uh, the time available. <laughs> it's to do Like it. the scene in Goodfellas, the wedding scene. Paulie, Peter, Paul. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so if your name, or in um my big fat Greek wedding, it's uh you know <laughs> Nick and Nick and Nick and Nick and Mary and Nick and Mary and Nick and. <laughs> so uh, by the way, so your name has to be spelled K Y L E. Uh, and the people the people in Kyle, Texas, want to hear from me. There are some rules about a part of the collection of Kyles. Your first name on your official ID has to show that you are indeed part of the Kyle Club. No first or last names, no variations of Kyle like Keel or Kylie will be eligible. You K-Y-L-E. You
0: get, there are different clubs around the world that have, like, I, I'll get stuff from the Morrison, Clan Morrison, yeah.
2: you know, which
0: is this global community of Morrisons, and I, they want to sell me stuff.
10: But but it's weird. On Twitter, there's a Casey's Unite yes. uh, handle. <laughs> yeah,
9: I'll
2: have to look up a Preston thing. Yeah. There's definitely not many of us, so we'll see. A homeopathic doctor in India has devised a way to keep his car cool against the growing heat. Uh, Sushil Sagar has plastered his brand new car with cow dung. Mm-hmm. While explaining his approach... That's a pretty savvy move there. The doctor said it often happens in summer that the sheet on top of the car draws heat and increases the temperature inside the car. By applying cow dung coating, the inside temperature of the car does not rise. That's brilliant. The heat that is felt when sitting inside the car during the summer is avoided with this, he said. And it's just that easy. So she'll added that uh, since the car remains cool because of cow dung coating, mm-hmm. the A.C. works better and faster. CDC. He also said that uh, uh, the simple cow dung coating, or uh, the CDC, uh, can last for around two months if it's not disturbed by water. And he says the great thing is you never go out on a date. As the video of Sashil's unique approach went viral on Instagram, many Netsians appeared unconvinced by his car trick. He doesn't think it's going to catch on. All right, and then we'll do one more story wrap up. Uh, an American Airlines passenger was taken in custody after a flight from JFK to New Delhi. That's in India, right? Yes. This is the third India story I've had here. It's incredible. And that wasn't the only and that wasn't the only unruly passenger on a plane from a New York City area airport on Sunday. Reports indicate there was an argument on board between two passengers, and it ended with one passenger peeing on another one. Oh my. What's with this peeing on passengers thing? And this type of incident has happened several times in recent years on flights to India. I guess maybe somebody uh, who gets insul- insulted or incensed feels that a their, their proper course of action is to pee on somebody. That's how you settle an argument. In a separate case on Sunday, United Airlines flight from Newark to Tel Aviv turned around after three hours and returned to Newark due to an unruly passenger. Local Israel media spoke to a passenger who say... The man had an argument with the crew after he sat in the flight attendant's jump seat while he waited for the bathroom. Uh, the incidents involving unruly passengers came the same day that an American Airlines flight leaving from Ohio was forced to return to the airport on Sunday morning after a possible bird strike sparked an engine fire. Actually, even I have another unruly passenger story. By the I'll way, get to tomorrow probably. The, those jump seats
0: look incredibly uncomfortable.
2: Yeah, they do. Yeah, but I think he was just using it as a. To sit Uh, and wait wait for the bathroom. I have to make pee-pee. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the Bizarre File. So we've got about three minutes left for you to enter Mm. the word SPOT. That is the word for MMR's concert cash right now for the 8 o'clock hour. And you better do it now. SPOT, uh, S-P-O-T, WMMR.com or the MMR app. Or you can text it to 45911 and let's see if you win the 1000 bucks and MMR. Tickets, MMRBQ concert tickets. We're going to take a break. Don't forget uh, Adam Wiener, low-cut Connie. Yes. Going to be here in our studio to uh, bring us some new music. And our buddy Greg Murphy stopping by as well. We'll come back in just a moment. And also at some point, it's National Pretzel Day. Yeah. We will have a chance for you to win a $100 gift card to Philly Pretzel Factory. And if you stop in today while supplies last, you get a free pretzel. No purchase necessary. And one last thing, we also have a secret text word tickets to Jesus Christ Superstar Tuesday May 2nd at the Miller Theater. This is too much. Yeah. It's too it, much. It's too damn much. Text word secret to 39333. We'll be right back.
4: 933WMMR proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon, Bridge to the Beach celebrating 51 years of riding for a world without cancer.
16: Hey, it's Marcus. Join me and Team WMMR on Sunday, June 11th for this family-friendly ride to save lives. All Team WMMR riders can now access group pricing for Team WMMR jerseys and other great cycling apparel from volley and they're made in America. The first 50 team members that hit their fundraising goal will get $50 towards their purchase, thanks to our great sponsor, TAM and Inc., because everybody has the right to access information. And- information. Register to ride with Team WMMR. Get complete details at WMMR.com or text bike to 39333 for a link to the info.
4: The ACS Bikeathon and 933 WMMR, putting Philly first. Uh, Greg Murphy,
2: NBC Sports Philadelphia, talking stopping by a little while, as well as Adam Wiener of Low Cut Connie. He's going to be popping in the studio and bringing some music for us to listen to, which is wonderful. I like that. Yep. I would like to share a personal story with you guys. Um, do you need mood, mood music? No, no. I, I mean, if you want to, that's fine, but I, I don't really need it. Well, but I don't
9: know
5: if it's you guys, happy or sad. Well, or...
2: it's it's bittersweet. So, uh, as you guys know, my passion, I have two passions. Uh, percussion, drums. Yes. And uh, golf. And Both about hitting things. They are the things that I love to do. They, they take me to another place that makes me <laughs> a <mess. laughs> That makes me content. So, and even if you if you if you have no knowledge of the game of golf, it doesn't matter. I'm going to share something with you. It's going to seem really stupid to you. But it was very important and borderline traumatic to me. <laughs> you you, you told us that talking. it felt like a cancer diagnosis. <laughs> you would have thought I was given a terminal yeah. diagnosis from a doctor. So. <laughs> I was going to be playing golf uh, this past weekend with uh, one of my closest friends, uh, Jim. uh, Jim Lowe is amazing. And he's a member of this great golf course called uh, Applebrook Golf Club. And uh, love, love, love when I have the opportunity to play there. And I have been playing great. I've been, I I go to the driving range almost every day. I work on my game constantly. It's something that I do all the time. So um, the day before, two days before actually, I was going to go just do a, um, a uh, little quick uh warm up little session not a full range session just a no. warm up and yes. just to go and hit some balls and get ready for the following day and um i go out and i start hitting the ball i, I essentially i i got what's called the yips okay uh-huh. what I, the i got to where i could not hit the golf ball. And by that, I mean, those of you who play golf, there's a term. We, we try not to say it out loud. Yeah. Uh, but there's a term called the shank. Uh-huh. Okay. And you do, literally, if you say it out loud, y- while you're playing golf, people, people will tell like, you to <laughs> shut up. Or, yeah, exactly. So um, it's when the it's when the ball hits a spot on the club called the hosel. It's not the, the, the actual face of the club. Is this above Hassan Pfeffer Incorporated? It's right by there. Right. It's right down the street. Anyway, and the ball shoots off to the right. Oh. Like it doesn't okay. curve. It doesn't, right, right, it, doesn't right. it, it just goes boom, it goes straight up. That's out the shanking the line. it. That's shanking it. <clears throat> I did about a dozen in a row. Like one after oh. another after another <gasps> after another. If you've ever seen the movie Tin Cup, uh-huh. it happens to Tin Cup. It happens to McAvoy. He's on the driving range, he hits one, he's like, whoa, what was that? Oh, a little chili yeah, dipper. Yeah, <gasps> and then he did another one, and that's when he turns to Cheech Marin. and Romeo is like, What's going on uh-huh. here, Rome? And then it just happens. This and so the next day, I show up to play golf, and I see Jim on the driving range, and I'm hitting balls. He comes over, and I kind of pull him aside, and I go, "I go, Jim, there's something
3: wrong. <laughs> I need to talk to you. I
2: love you. I, I'm I um I can't hit the ball. I mean, like I was talking, you're telling that way. I was talking yeah. that hushed tone. You were that devastated. Don't. I'm like, I can't hit the ball. He's like, What are you talking about? I'm like, I'm shanking the ball. He's like. <laughs> Oh, it's, you know, blah, blah, this, this, that's, that's Don't worry about it. You get, you know, you get, you'll get into the field. Don't it. dismiss me. And then I went, so there are caddies at the club. Unfortunately, this guy, Justin, who was going to be our caddy, I have played with before. And I pulled him aside, too. And I'm <laughs> like, I, first of all, I asked him, I go, Jim, who are we playing with today? He's like, because just me, you, me and you. And I was like, oh, thank God. No one I don't know is going to be watching me in this embarrassing display. And so then I went over to the caddy. I'm like, Justin, I don't know what's going on. I can't hit the damn ball. And, this, and then we go out and proceed to... I actually birdied two of the first three oh holes. Oh, my God, of course. But then it started falling apart. and right. It started happening on the course, and I'm standing over the ball, and I'm like, I do not feel comfortable. <laughs> I don't know what to I do. I hate to
0: laugh, but I, it's one of those... Uh, um, it, I hate
2: to use the word scary, but it yeah. was scary.
0: Well, here's the deal also. <sighs> you spent a good portion of the past years... Consigned to never playing golf again.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because of your shoulder. And now come back strong. I'm a good golfer. You're back and better than ever. I'm a 5.6 index for those who uh, follow the game. So I'm a decent golfer. Yeah. um, And I work, 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 work really hard on it. Uh, So we got done with the round and I was like, I'm just, I was deflated. And, um, but the bottom line, and and I'll finish telling you the story in a second. Kathy had a story as well. Yeah. If you've ever had something where you you have the ability, a, a, a proficient ability at something, and then one day you can't do it, like where did it go? By the way, it has ended. I've been to the range since a couple of times. I went out last night and I'm killing it again. I'm hitting it straight, hitting it straight, hitting it long, hitting it the way I want to. <laughs> Nary a shank to be found. Uh-huh. So you
0: were, but, but you were in
2: came a bad way, out of nowhere, and it scared me and I know that sounds silly to you guys
3: no I it doesn't because at first when when you were talking about it I kind of you know was just kind of listening in the background and you just thought it
0: was his usual droning <laughs>
3: No, no was, you know they talk about him in case he no and I just was like okay you know and and I heard I kind of heard the story but then when you talk, you mentioned it last night and I thought about it I'm like this so this used to happen to a lot of people uh in diving when we were in high school and yeah. um but what happened to me was in yoga and there was a pose in yoga and it's not a terribly difficult pose. But, I mean, I had it down pat. I did it hundreds, probably thousands of times. What's it Held called? It, it's, the uh, it's yipper. The, no, it's the crow pose. Where the you, crow pose? Yeah, where you, your hands are on the ground and they're bent and you put your knees on your... Uh, oh, on, like, up on hi- your elbows? Yeah, like kind of by your elbows. Yeah,
2: behind your elbow, yeah. I mean,
3: I, I could hold that for as long as somebody asked me to. Mm-hmm. And one day... I fell over, and I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, when you fall right. over, you just get back up and you do it again. I fell over again. I, from that day, this was years ago, I lost it. I can't do it. Still anymore. can't day. do it? I still cannot do it. And I can do, like I said, I can do poses that are more difficult than that. Wow. So it's not like my ability or my age or whatever yeah. is, you know, catching up to me. I'm doing poses that are much more difficult. That one, I just You just lost, lost it. It, yeah. it. It just went. It. it never came back. That
0: is a classic. So, the, the the term the yips has been applied to sports across the boards. True. But it, it its origins are in golf, correct? Yeah, I believe so. so in uh, putting mainly. Right. But, so it yeah. says the origin of the yips the Scottish American golfer Tommy Armore. Um anyway, uh there was a I don't know if you're up to speed. Well, Ted Lasso makes reference uh to oh, the God. to the yeah. Yips. I just have that not clip watched- over – to, uh,
7: to Marissa. Yeah. Danny has it. And uh, I think you've actually seen this episode. I think it's last oh, year the year before. Yeah. yeah. And so they yeah. go into the coach's room yeah. and they can't say, they so say the yips because, yeah. it, yips because Danny has it. And <laughs> they all think that that's superstitious. Right. Oh my God, yeah.
10: um. God. So and then if you guys remember Simone Biles... She had, to yeah. pull out. she had the the yeah, She pulled yes. out of the, yeah. Olympics, the Olympics because uh, what do they call that? The twisties or what do they call that in uh, in gymnastics? Because at, at her level, when you're doing that, it just becomes dangerous. It's yeah. not just like one of those things where it's like, oh, this sucks. I can't hit that flip anymore. Like
3: yeah, a case is called the twisties. The twisties. Yeah. But
2: you you were saying you had
10: I I got a the yips. The swirlies. No, I got the I got the swirlies. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy about it though. Yeah. No, it's all good. I um I got the yips and diving twice uh and, and for two different types of dives. So you have a reverse dive, which right. is you go uh you walk off the board forward, but you flip backwards. Right. And for weeks I was I had the the yips and I couldn't for some reason I just I guess I was just leaning forward too much and, and I wasn't able to do it. And then I also
0: did I, you immediately so you immediately thought, okay, the it had happened a couple of times. The first time you effed it up, did you go, oh.
10: It's so long ago that okay. I don't necessarily remember what it was like the first time. But, like, I think just like you were saying, Press, you know, the, the first one, you're like, oh, whoa, wow. I guess What's I, was, that? I was leaning too forward yeah. on that one. Yes. And then you get back up on the dive, and then you go do it again, and you're like, oh, crap. And then it's in your head. And that's the worst and part. And that's the worst the part. The
0: hook is sunk.
10: Well, so... If you recall, and then I got the the Yips again diving, uh, doing twists. Yeah. I couldn't twist anymore. Um, and so, like, if you're trying to do, like, a full twisting flip or a full twisting one and a half or whatever... Uh, I couldn't complete a full twist. Uh, there is just something I couldn't do.
2: It wouldn't twist around that
10: it way? It wouldn't twist around. Twist
2: <laughs> it's a <around>. fish <laughs> song.
10: Wouldn't twist around that wouldn't way. Twist around that way. Um, if you guys recall, when the Phils won the World Series that season, um, that postseason, it might have even been in the World Series, Chase Utley got the yips, throwing the ball from second base to first base. Yeah, He had a couple of bad throws uh, that, like, I don't remember if it got past uh, Ryan Howard or not, but it
7: like I that's the easiest throw. Yeah, I don't remember that. I remember Chuck Knoblock on the Yankees, though. There was a stretch where he couldn't make a throw from second base to first base. That's well, wild, yeah. And and it's it's all like it's got to be ninety five percent
0: mental right? because these are like world class maybe, athletes, maybe yeah. more. But I think how it happens, Nick, is that you uh, and and there are a couple of you know um, there've been obviously there's a whole science behind this now. They've, they've examined the phenomenon, but what happens is you're you you practice so much in anything. Where you're told that it's almost going to become second nature, so you don't spend time examining something that you're doing correctly, and then when it it throws you off, you're doing what you've been told not to do at a certain point, which is overthink it. Yeah, and then you fall down that trap.
2: Yeah, and I think what I what I was doing is I was working on some other parts of my game, and I was I was overthinking the mechanics and and uh, exaggerating them. But but I don't know. But at the time, and I was telling the, the caddy Justin, I'm like, you know, tell him about. It. He's like, he's this happens, they flare up, it's going to, you know, uh, it, it'll go away. It'll be all right. And But in my mind, Steve, almost like with the reverb yeah, yeah, yeah. that you have, I'm like, I have the it, worst golfer ever. No, it's just like, but what if it doesn't? doesn't They're all to me. <laughs> what if it doesn't, 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 you know, over and over? <laughs> But, uh, and also, back. in uh, in uh, Tin Cup, he, he, you know, uh, Romeo, the, the caddy's like, oh, these things, they flare up. They come yeah. out of nowhere. Is it, and that's legitimately how it was. But you like, were I devastated. Wasn't, I wasn't trending anywhere. I was going to call Jim the day before yeah. and say, Jim, I'm going to say this now. I'm shooting 75 or under, which is a great score yeah. for me. And that's how confident I felt. And then the next day I went and it, and it fell apart. And I, I just... God, I'm so mad. Well, the, the it
0: says here oh. the the origin of the word yips is said to have been coined by the 20th century Scottish American golfer Tommy Armour, who used it to explain his decision to abandon tournament play. He was experiencing a, an anomalous bad play yeah. situation, and oh. so that that's the yips. Here's the uh, the clipping on the yips.
12: <laughs> what are the yips? Are you kidding me, you two? We don't say the Y word out loud. You understand? It's like saying Macbeth in a theater, or Voldemort at Hogwarts, or uh,
13: soccer in England.
12: Bingo. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: Hang on, let me go to uh, here. We have uh, several callers. I'm going to go to uh, Deb first. Hey, Deb. Good morning.
3: Hi. Hey, Deb. Good. What's up, Deb? Um, yeah, Casey talking about diving. I was the, I swam in college. I swam my whole life competitively, but I was a diver. until so seventh grade, I was the girl that didn't wear a bra. And eighth grade, I was a full D cup. Oh my and God. I, so that, I that, tried to,
0: that threw, I tried that threw, threw to off your dad, whole, yeah, your whole flip. physicality. If it, this is, a physicality is switched, you had to adjust, adjust to that.
3: I, I couldn't, I, I like, I could never, I could never flip again. Oh my God. I, I had to adjust for swimming. But I could never dive the way that I used to. Wow. Totally, it, it was like gravity just totally took place. <laughs> all right. So um, that's a
2: physical change. It's a little bit different. But, yeah, that's true. Just something you were able to do, and then all of a sudden, you just can't do it. But mine was like in the blink of an eye. It but was you like also went to a full D cup. The day before, I'm just playing lights out, yeah, yeah. and then it just crumbled. <laughs> and, okay, but it just,
3: and it was because everyone was, thought I was, like, stuffing my bra. And I kept saying, I'm a swimmer. <laughs> like, you
8: think yeah, yes, yeah. That's, that's yeah. Uh, you counterproductive.
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Deb. These came, these came
3: out of nowhere.
2: So, <laughs> uh, Appreciate it. Thank you, Deb. <laughs>
3: I lost the dive too in diving, Casey. I lost my inward one and a half, but mine was for a reason. Like there was because you're
10: afraid of hitting your head on the board. Well,
3: because I hit my ponytail on the board. Uh Like that's how close I was. Close enough. So then every time I did it, I was like halfway across the pool, and I never really got it back. I mean, I got it back enough to use it in competition, but like it was not as good as how it used to be.
0: Was that the dive that Luganis hit his head on? No,
3: he was doing reverse, right, Casey?
0: I believe he
10: was doing a reverse. Yeah. Okay. As a matter of fact, I think it was like a reverse. With, like, a thousand twists. Because you remember he, he, he clipped his head and went into the pool? Mm-hmm. I remember I got the yips in baseball. I was a catcher. And I was having a hard time throwing the ball back to the pitcher. And I think a little bit was mental. And then the other part of it was my coach at the time. Man, if you threw, if the ball didn't, when you were throwing it back to the pitcher, and if it didn't, like, hit him essentially in the chest, he would give you this death stare, like, you, oh, yeah. you goddamn mother. You know? And so I had. It I, seemed I, supportive. Well, he was the best coach I ever had, but he was also really tough. But uh, I remember I had one bad throw, and that just led to
2: just over and over and over again. He got in your head. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to Doug, plays golf. Doug, good morning.
0: Gadzook.
2: Gadzook's buddy. What's up, man?
12: So I have the yips out of the tee box now. I was playing about two weeks ago. I played phenomenal everywhere that I wanted to put the ball off the tee box. It was going. And then about a week ago, I had emailed you, Preston, about Mainland Golf Course.
9: Yes, I remember.
12: Right. First tee box, I am hitting it right to the right, and I can't figure it out. So then I go and I adjust it. And then every approach shot is now off. <laughs> so I'm thinking about my drive, and I'm thinking about the next guy's two holes over, hoping that I don't hit them. <laughs> yeah. And everything else gets affected, and now I'm all in my head that every single shot is now just going to be off.
0: So let me ask you, Doug, so I, I kid you not, Preston had the demeanor of someone who has, is, who is, you know, just got a horrible uh, a diagnosis or was just, it, it just leveled him. Um, are you dealing with that now? Do, I mean, is it consuming virtually your every other thought?
9: Yeah, pretty <laughs> yeah. Much
12: cause you you go right up to it, and you are like, I can't, I can't hit a drive. I don't I know just, what to do. I yeah. can hit a great every other day, yeah. But now, for some reason, it's just going two holes over.
2: I Doug, I thought honestly, it crossed my mind. I am like, well, I am going to have to give this up now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I honestly thought thing. of that. I'm cause, like, I am never going to hit this driver again.
10: Yeah. Wow. All right. So, talking about leaving the game. Thanks, Doug. I appreciate it,
7: bud. I'm we'll on, on the
10: Yips uh, uh, Wikipedia page. So, uh, Nick, I don't know if you're familiar with a guy named Hayden Hurst. He's a tight end in the NFL. No. Uh, he was drafted uh, 25th overall in the 2018 NFL draft. Here's the deal about him. <laughs> He was drafted by the Pittsburgh Pirates as a uh, pitching prospect and he was so affected uh, badly by the yips that he left baseball altogether. Wow. Ended up playing football oh at the God. University of South Carolina <laughs> and is now a professional football player.
2: There was a guy who played for the Cardinals for yeah. a little bit and he was a badass pitcher. Yes. And all of a sudden he couldn't even yes. he couldn't even get it over the plate. And he was like... He was a fastball thrower. He was really, really good and dynamic. Was that Ankiel? No. He, he walked away from yeah, the game. Yeah, it was Rick Ankiel. Rick Ankiel, yeah. And then they ended up... He ended up coming back and they moved him to outfield, I think. Yep. Yes, they did.
7: And he was in a great outfielder. Yes. He, it turned into a good hitter, too. Yeah, so yeah. So he couldn't pitch the ball anymore. Yeah. I,
0: that's where, like... A, you know, we talked to Charlie Emanuel and, and how a coach... To break someone out of that has got to be the most difficult thing in the world because you're living in your head all the time. Yeah. You know, and so to... You know you
2: can do it. That's the most frustrating part, and, and it has suddenly eluded you. It's like you're looking for a lost child. Yeah, it's and it's weird in my case. Like, I can handle having a bad round. That's it, That happens, you know, whatever, for whatever reason you made bad choices and just had some chunky shots or whatever it may be. But I was consistently hitting, like, ten of them <laughs> in a row off to the – just shooting off to the right, and I, I, I it just – it destroyed a little part of my
12: going
2: to be honest. I'm going to go to Chris next. Hey, Chris, good morning.
12: Morning, guys. How you doing?
2: Good. What's up, Chris?
12: So uh, let me start this off by saying that I was never a good golfer, but I was getting to the point where I was enjoying going. I was going about once a week uh, back in 2015. Okay. And in one round time, I went from, you know, being able to progress to – Kind of like you not being able to hit it, hit it at all. Yeah. Um, and it's what twenty twenty three now, and I have yet to go again.
9: Yeah, it's you gave
12: it up. Um, I I it to the Monstars and Space
2: Jam stealing all my skills. <laughs> 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 it just went away. All right. It's it's impossible. Chris, the game is still there for you if you want to come back to it, man. I bet you'll be. I bet you'll be all right now. One day, I have to
5: get back. <laughs> All, right. All right. It levels it, it, you,
2: doesn't but it? But it? it took him out. It completely took him out. It's It was that... It's bizarre. And then it made me go, wow, look at you, you sad little man. (laughs) You you hold this in such high regard in your life, this little game, this little thing that you like to do.
0: And then you feel like a douche because you're getting so upset about that. But the the things that provide you solace in your life, that provide you a distraction, that are sort of the spice of life. The things you look to to sort of help you decompress, that you enjoy, when that's not there... Mm And and especially when it's something you were doing consistently before. The closest I've come, and I was never playing competitive tennis, but tennis is is one where a slight angle of the racket can wildly you up. We're talking about millimeters in golf as well. I'm I'm a good tennis player. And I lost the ability to execute topspin. Mm. I'm like, where the what? <laughs> and then, and then it came back.
10: Yeah, a lot of times in tennis, the yips comes with that second serve. Yes, and people double. Oh,
0: fault. they choke no. up.
7: Yep, Preston. With with golf, when you the, they're not talking about it, or with you know with Ted Lasso, the, the not seeing, even saying the word. Is it because? the yips will then infect other people exactly okay oh. yeah that's it so
2: i don't mind it doesn't really bother me i'll say it out loud i was just out of respect for other people yeah. i try <laughs> to, to say it because it's like it's a venereal disease because people are texting in, they're saying man i got a golf trip coming
0: up this weekend and here we are talking about it don't worry maybe maybe we can have a, i'm
2: curious preston line five i okay. assume that has to be really dangerous uh we will go to jt hey jt good morning
12: Yeah, JP. JP. What's up,
2: Gadzooks, buddy?
12: So I was a pole vaulter in school and college, and uh, my last year, my freshman year in college, my last jump I took, the pole slipped out of my hands. And there's two ways you can die pole vaulting. One, it slips out of your hands, and two, you go flying off to the side. So you end up with your head in the little metal box, and uh, if you're unlucky, you. You know, hits the back of your brainstem. Right. Um, so time. that happened to me. Jeez. Hey, good time. Uh, oh, by the way, I went to Bucknell too. Oh, so oh Bucknell. Bucknell. Oh. Yay. Ray Bucknell. Um. So my that was the last jump of the year. My freshman year, I came back sophomore year, and I didn't have it anymore. I never left the ground again, and I had to end up quitting track and uh, joining a fraternity.
0: Wow. wow. <laughs> so let me ask you that in that instant, that fear or that possibility that you could have bought the ranch, poorly executing a pole vault, um, that did it in for you. You were done.
12: Yeah, I just I just lost my nerve and never could run full speed towards a little oh. hole in the ground with a stick in your hand anymore.
0: <laughs>
2: I can yeah. s- I can see I, that, man. I, I, that's kind of a, a traumatic uh, moment that, that yeah. scares you away from doing yeah. it. Thanks, J- uh, JP, by the way. So I had, when I was a kid, I used to ride um, uh, dirt bikes. And, uh, and we never raced, but we would go on tracks and yeah. stuff like that. And I had a couple of nasty wipeouts, and I'm like, I think I'm done doing this uh-uh. now. It kind of it kind of freaked me out that way. And I would imagine, like, snow sports and things like that where a potential injury could also make you go, mm, maybe not for me, you know? Dude, but- well, there, there was a case. So
0: I was involved. I have not told you guys this, but there was a case where I used to box. And um, I was facing a guy I should have beaten, but my manager had a heart attack right before the, uh, Oh, my gosh. And I lost bad. Wow. And uh, then through wow. the uh, the coaching of a former combatant, uh, somebody I faced, I was able to finally win this uh, match against this guy.
2: Uh, so we were taking calls with people who were, had some kind of ability, and then all of a sudden, boom, you can't do it anymore. Not yeah. necessarily because of age or an injury, but just, you just can't do it anymore. And you, you can't, like you, Cassie, with your yoga move, it's like...
3: What? Yeah. Well, and every once in a while, I'll try it. I'm like, okay, today's the day. It's all right, try still... it now. It's you're gonna still... do it. No, no, it. I'm not putting my ass in the air here with all of you. On, no, thank you. <laughs> you. <ass up. laughs> That's what it is. um Hold on, wait. I don't think I knew you competitively boxed. No,
0: I'm just kidding. It was Apollo. It was a. Uh, oh, it was...
3: oh <laughs> I didn't even get that
0: i, I
9: was like he was in wow. I did. I did, story. That was, I <laughs> I did totally not even get that. I'm glad I'm not alone.
2: You were talking about Mickey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we have
9: audio
3: of you crying. I do.
2: Yeah. yeah, I completely forgot about the fact.
3: So <laughs> glad I wasn't the only one. That that happened I'm still to convincing.
2: you, and that we actually had microphones <laughs> yeah. on the scene. Yeah, uh, yeah to I, pick this up is, that. We have me weeping. Uh, a horribly sad moment. It was um,
0: really bad. I did do Golden Gloves, though, in boxing. You know. I was trying for a while oh, to enter mm-hmm. that. Candy. I've never heard you more sad.
11: That's me? me. I was <laughs> tempted. Yeah. <laughs> I got the yips.
9: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Case, you need to add the <laughs> in there somewhere because it fits right yeah. in
9: with that. got <laughs>
11: got
0: You you shouldn't be reading dialogue while you're trying to cry that way. It just didn't... (laughs) Um, so you guys thought, you, you thought my trainer actually died. Well, it, so, so it. this person texted in, none of you got Steve's rocket
7: none reference. <laughs> no, and that's that's true. None did of not, us. Did I was did. like, oh, nope. yeah, Steve had a rough COVID in when the boxing ring. That's too bad. <laughs> Man, I, I, defense,
10: I was answering a text from
7: Adam Weiner. Would you have gotten it? Uh, probably, yeah. <laughs> I missed it entirely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, and
3: I brought it back up. I was like, I had I, never I, knew
7: I, this. I'm touched that you thought that I missed <laughs> that running. Well, I
3: could see you
0: punching somebody in the ring. and I'm like, Well, I was. Earlier on, I was... <laughs> But I, my boxing career ended in a much uh, less dazzling way. My mother said
2: no. (laughs) Uh,
0: That's that's literally what happened.
2: Uh, Here's text. Somebody says I was a professional runner, and then one day my legs were blown off by a landmine, (laughs) and I've had
0: to yips
7: ever
9: since. Man, that's terrible. Wow, Wow. happens.
2: (sighs) Uh, Let's see. Somebody's been on hold for a while. Yeah, John has been on hold for a while here. Hey, John. Good morning. I
12: love you guys, like Dr. Mike.
2: Thank uh, you. We love you.
12: What's up, bud? Oh, not much, man. Uh, So my thing was that I used to shoot full all the time. And, I mean, I played in tournaments weekly. And, you know, not boasting, but I was pretty good. I always got over the ball just like golf and super confident all the time. And I wore contacts. And I kind of was getting tired of the contacts. been wearing them for many years, and I switched to to glasses. All of a sudden, I get over a ball to shoot Mm -hmm. and – that little distance from your eye to the lens translates down to the end of the pool cue, and I couldn't make a shot. Wow! Do, when you did it didn't you? Doesn't matter s- what I did. You know what I mean? I could not make a shot because everything was off by that
9: much. Yeah,
2: yeah I can't and play. I, I can't play golf with glasses on.
3: Well, because they both cor- they, they correct your vision in different ways. So yeah. it's completely different when you put glasses on when Versus you're used. Contacts. Yeah, when you're used to wearing contacts. Yeah. John, did you switch yeah, but, back? Uh,
12: it was the same thing with golf. When I looked down at the golf ball, you know, that little bit of difference. I could not hit the golf ball the same, you know. But the, the cool thing is, is recently, like a couple of years ago, I got bifocals. So, and I still had not played in like 20 years or something. And I get back over a pool table at my cousin's house and I look and I'm like wait a minute (laughs) I can line it up a little bit with the bifocals Uh. and then look
9: at it regular and I can make it again so I'm like pumped uh. that it's going to come back
0: no Uh, John Paul is is ultimately because I'm Decent at pool as well, and then you'll 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 have a good run, and then for some reason you just completely suck. It is such a frustrating game, any game like that where just a slight movement, as you're saying, just the the look of the cue, how you're seeing yeah. it, can screw you up.
12: <laughs> yeah, I mean short shots, you're fine, but if you have a ball, you have to make all the way down in the corner. <laughs> yeah, You've got, you know, seven feet to look across. That little bit of difference from wearing a contact versus a glasses
3: In half a mile. Killed me. Take 11. Oh, where are you going? Is the that Garden,
0: your wife
12: we're hearing in the back?
2: <laughs> the Garden State Parkway. It's all good, John. Well, I'm glad the game be- came back to you. Thanks for the call, man. We appreciate it. Uh, by the way, here's the text. It says, did Preston just respond to the guy who lost his legs by saying, it happens?
3: <laughs> oh, my God. What? Hey, we're not you the only ones. Ice
2: cream. Sometimes you miss a joke.
3: <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> it happens, guys. <laughs>
2: All right. Uh let me see here. Um do we have time for another call? I know we gotta take a break here in just a second. Here you go. Let me go to uh Ed about the Yep Ed, morning. Good
12: morning, crew. How are you?
2: Good, what's up, Ed?
12: So I golf and I bowl, but it just seems like in bowling you can throw a two twenty game, then throw a two thirty game, and then your last game's like a one oh five. It's like everything falls apart in the same night, and the
9: alleys haven't changed. You're, you're, frustrating.
0: Yeah, well, so the Kingpin has a lot of, they, they talk, they deal the, with the yips in bowling a lot. Now, mind you, uh, Woody Harrelson has his hand ripped off. Right. <laughs> but, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they, they, they deal with that, and, and, you know, when you're on your mark, bowling is a similar game. So frustrating. Yeah, but Ed, you know
10: what you also have to deal with when you bowl, especially in a league, is the oil changing on the lanes as a mm. result of the way you guys bowl. So you, you right. have to adjust as, as the, the night goes on.
12: Well, I feel like I am adjusting, but I guess, I don't know. There's, there's so much involved. Even with golf, you think about it. You're hitting the little white ball with this club swinging at whatever miles per hour, and you're trying to hit it straight. Yep. You know what I mean? It's, well, yeah, let me, no, let me
0: wait, give you I, a little story from my past. Before I got into radio, you know me as Steve Morrison, but my original name was Gail Sayers. Oh, <laughs> wow.
9: Okay.
2: And I'm... I... Thanks, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and the, the the most frustrating part about it, uh, when when I was having this issue, because like I said, it, it cleared up and I've gone a couple days of, of no problems whatsoever, is that I am I feel like I am doing the same repetitive motion that i know how to do exactly how to do it. i in my mind i've not changed anything yeah. at all and it's just not working there is no, nothing it all. is an elusive frustration
0: that you <sighs> some you need let me ask you had it gone on longer would you have would you have hired someone to work with you
2: oh most definitely yeah oh i would have absolutely gone to yeah. a, a teacher in fact when we were done, Jim is like, uh, hey, uh Dave might be in there right now. Dave, uh um, uh, uh, um, okay. Matthews. No. No. <laughs> don't, don't try, Don't do this thing. Help me. Help me. Cool. All right. Dave right. McNab, Okay. Cut Dave, it Dave, out. Dave McNabb is the head pro there. And he's like, hey, Dave might be in there if you want to go right now. Like as <laughs> soon as we were done. And he wasn't around. Well, listen, and I would have.
0: The same with me. Because uh, there was a t- time when my uh, when my Coach had a heart attack. I had to <laughs>
12: shut up.
2: I'm going to go to one more call. I'm going to go to Chris. Hi, Chris. Good morning.
12: Hey, hey, Steve, since you're a boxer, do you know why boxers don't have sex the night before their fight?
0: Uh, No. If, if, no. Why? Because they really don't like each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. I like
9: that. That's, That's... Really
0: good. <laughs> Chris? That enters Casey's Dad Joke Hall of Fame. <laughs> I
2: approve.
12: I approve. I'm telling you, you still need to have a competition. I'm all for it.
11: Dude, yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I, I am a huge fan of dad jokes, and that is a prime
2: example. All right. What do okay. you want to share about uh, it? It says here you've shanked the ball.
12: Oh, God. So, All right. So, I don't know. Did you ever play Butter Valley, Preston?
2: I've not played Butter Valley, no.
12: Okay. Well, they have a 600-yard hole, and I'm looking so forward, I'm going. I'll, this is when I was, like, 20 years old. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm going to need to get a new driver. So I went out shopping and got a really nice expensive driver. It was tailor-made with a nine-degree loft. Couldn't wait. So I was like, all right, let's go to the driving range. And you know the barriers they have between, the, you know, when you're at the driving range between each other? Sure, yeah. My first swing, I shanked it so bad. Hit that. It hit off the barrier. It whizzed right by my face hit the guy next.
9: To me. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh,
2: wow. That's bad. That's real bad.
12: Yeah. So, and I kept shanking and shanking. it. So then we got the butter valley. The next day, I just aimed 100 feet left.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Just to compensate for it.
12: Yeah. I mean, I was scaring people. <laughs> but then the way I got over it was from the, the catcher in Major League or Major League Two or Three. Yeah. Throw it back to the pitcher. So he started, you know, remembering Playboy Magazine, you know, and he started reciting Now I didn't get back to the teacher. So I kind of used that one
2: step. But, uh, he would do what? Was, I don't know what he did. Yeah,
10: he was he a big dis- into like Playboy magazine, so he would oh. like start like I guess reciting yeah, yeah the, the stats. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. He, so was, he was distracting, distracting himself. himself. Yep. Okay, that makes
2: sense. All right. And did it work?
12: Yeah, it, it, it slowly worked, but I wasn't
0: doing Playboy magazine. I was doing my multiplication tables. Yeah, yeah. Because he board. can't be standing there with
2: a boner. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Chris. Distracting yourself. Well, listen. Fortunately, it was like a it was like a two day thing for me, and it, and it came right back. But it, it it freaked me out, man. I know it's silly. I know it's really it is, dumb. That 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 concept that is not solely
0: golf, as we've known throughout all different kinds of sports. It's also in the professional world, Preston.
2: Also in any sort of thing. Okay. Well, I feel better now. I'm feeling. Uh, in fact, I feel pretty freaking confident again. <laughs> but it 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 was terrifying. You were, you were defeated. I was a uh, case. You, you were a broken s- man. You, you saw said, me. I was did. I was a broken man. Well, I know what'll fix up any broken man, woman, or child right now. Gum, <laughs> pretzels. Oh,
9: Gum. Pretzels. Pretzel.
2: Yep. Today is National Pretzel Day, and you can stop by your local Philly Pretzel Factory store for a free pretzel. How about a one hundred dollar oh, Philly Pretzel Factory? gift card for you right now i
0: could do damage with that
2: we'll take call number 22 at two one five two six three 263 wmmr by the way the philly pretzel factory free pretzel today that's while supplies last no purchase necessary and Philly Pretzel Factory pretzels are made with the highest quality ingredients. Hand-twisted and baked fresh every day. While you're there, grab a delicious dip. Because they've got everything from spicy brown mustard to sweet buttercream. And Philly Pretzel Factory is where better gets made. And they're the official soft pretzel of the Philadelphia Eagles. Caller 22 215 263 WMMR. When we return, our friend Greg Murphy is stopping in, and our other friend Adam Weiner of Low Cut Connie nice. also stopping by. So and we have more chances to win money and tickets. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us.
4: Hey, you wanna hang out with your favorite MMR DJs? Check out the events and appearances page at WMR.com. Come say hello. Plus, you might even win some cool prizes. We snuck out of the building. WMMR.com's got all the where, whens, and what they're giving away.
5: Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our next
2: guest uh, is in to talk about a couple things. Number one, he does the... Uh, Philly's pre and post game show. Also, play by play from time to yes. time. Yes. Uh, but campaigning for Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Visionary of the Year. We've been speaking to him for a long, long time. Please welcome our good friend, Mr. Greg Murphy. Yeah. yeah. To thanks, the show. guys. Good hey. to see you all. Nice to see you, sir. Thanks for coming by yeah, here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, hey, I want to cut right to the chase because I was not aware that you have been diagnosed with leukemia, correct?
13: That is correct. Uh, back in uh, 2021, okay. near the end of the uh, the baseball season, got that call that uh, that I had uh, hairy cell leukemia, which is a uh, treatable but non curable form of leukemia. Um, treatable and- but non curable, meaning yeah. that they'll keep the symptoms
2: at bay uh, and from yeah. progressing.
13: Yeah, and likely to come back. And and if it comes back, I go through the chemo treatment again, and I go through the uh, the other. Uh, uh, Treatments that I went through, lots of different infusions that I that I went through. Um, so hopefully that doesn't happen for yeah. a couple of years right. down the road. Is it, is it uh, like a, re- a
0: remission scenario? I'm in
13: remission right now. Okay, which is the good news. And so right. it could go
0: many years. It, or it could. could, but but they have ways to mitigate not wonderful ways but you have to do it exactly but quality of life wise how is it now
13: well it's pretty good yeah. uh, unfortunately i was one of the few people who reacted very poorly to the chemotherapy <clears throat> and um for whatever reason it, it severely damaged my lungs and <clears throat> i and i struggle now with uh, shortness of breath and, and cough and uh, other you know things that go along with all of that and so that's been troublesome and especially yeah. when you're in radio and television yeah um it can be very difficult so you know, it it could be a lot worse. It's the way I look at it. It right. certainly yeah. could right. be. Uh, and I'm lucky that the cancer's in remission right now because that's the, the big thing. You, you want to make sure that is at bay. Um, and they're working on the other stuff. So hopefully they figure it out. And
0: the, you're, first off, you're in one of the greatest cities in the world for um, you know, medical care and medical yes. treatment. We have just so many incredible facilities and innovation going
13: on here, too. Yes. So uh, hope springs eternal. And that's part of. What you're all involved with here today, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, the one thing I keep telling folks as we work through this visionary campaign is that if I had been diagnosed in 1993, which is the year I graduated college, doesn't yeah. seem all that long ago, um, with hairy cell leukemia, my survival chances were 5 and 10. Mm-hmm. Now, because of research, uh, 9 and 10. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. And I keep saying those are odds that we can deal with at yeah. that point, right? Yeah. Um, so. To to raise money for research and to to give it back to the folks that are working so hard for all kinds of blood cancers. That's what this is all about.
7: Uh, Preston and I. Casey, we were chatting last week about the difference between cancer-free and remission, and there are technical differences between the two. And, um, you know, you go through these things, Greg, and, and for you, obviously, it's become really personal and uh, affected your own health. Um, but then you also get exposed to organizations like the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society and what they can do. And I, I've been aware of them for a long time, and then they entered my life five or six years ago when my nephew Luke was diagnosed with leukemia. Luke is doing really, really well. And to be able to uh, help them in any way has always been really gratifying for me. And I know that you're a modest person and a humble person, and when you were first diagnosed, you didn't really want to have the attention on you. And I totally get that (laughs) and and respect it and understand it. But you can make the attention about you when it's helping a bigger cause like uh, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society and when it comes to uh, their their efforts for Visionary of the Year. So talk a little bit about that campaign and and what you're doing to try and help raise some funds.
13: Yeah, so you're exactly right. That's kind of how I I approached it. I I didn't really tell... Anybody publicly about the diagnosis, you know, friends and family obviously knew about it. But it wasn't for about six months afterwards uh, before I kind of came public and and put it out there that that I was dealing with that. Um, And then a couple of, you know, uh, months later, uh, Cindy Webster approached me, a good friend of mine, to nominate me for this Visionary of the Year campaign. And at first I was reluctant to do it because I didn't want it to be about me. And um, but but the more I thought about it, the more they talked to me about it. I realized, hey, you know what? We can reach a lot of people. Yeah. We can raise a lot of money yeah. by doing this. And so I went all in at that point. And it's been an amazing experience so far. It's a
0: personal thing. You get you get to decide
13: how you approach
0: your handling of the disease, and it has to be. I always say this, and then sometimes you know people, why do not you do this earlier? What? It's personal, yeah. it's your business, and so when you do that it is something where you realize you know you can affect um change in a very positive way, and then the the best thing for people going through it, anything like this is knowing you're not alone. There yeah. are you know, all sorts of people going through the same thing, people are being getting the diagnosis this very day and and to know that there's a community, it really makes a difference, mm-hmm. so all of your endeavors on this. Uh, you know, have have I'm sure are are hitting the right people, and they're thanking God you're there talking about
13: it. Well, I hope so, and and you know I've heard from so many people through social media, which is just you know social media can be awful. But yeah. Social media can be great too, and in this instance, it's been absolutely wonderful. Um, so many people have reached out to me and either made a donation or just kind words and said, you know, I'm fighting too. Uh, you know, we, we've got this kind of thing, and, yeah. and I try to connect with every person that reaches out and uh and say the same kind of message because when you get a diagnosis like that uh you you know it's scary you don't you don't know and um so i think when you have like-minded people who are dealing with the same kind of thing that you can talk to it it really certainly helps. How do we go about directly supporting you with this? Yes, yeah. So uh, you have to go on uh, the probably easiest way. If folks are on social media, is find me on Twitter or Instagram um, or Facebook. Uh, there's a link on there. Click on the link. It takes about three minutes to fill in your information. And if you'd like to make a donation, uh, that's been the easiest way. And we've gotten donations from ten dollars from individuals all the way up to thousands of dollars from individuals. Wow. And it, it all adds up. And we're thankful for each and every one of those donations. So what we been asking is just if people could do what they can Mm. to to help us out uh we would really appreciate it. the Phillies
2: do any work with the leukemia and lymphoma society or are they, are you working on that or
13: so the Phillies have been unbelievably supportive with all of this, uh, as they are with, with everything. So the Phillies have Phillies charities and that's a feeder charity that, that gives money to all different kinds of organizations, mm-hmm. but they have actively uh, stepped up and helped me with my campaign and are a big part of it as well. It, the idea behind the campaign is that you're not allowed to tell folks it's a 10 week program and you're not allowed to tell anybody how much you've raised so far. Uh, Um, Because it's supposed to be secret as the other candidates are also raising money. Um, But I will say uh, we've done very well so far. We're about almost five weeks in to the 10-week campaign. And uh, the amount of money that has come in from friends, families, strangers, Phillies fans, people (laughs) all over the place... It's just it's staggering. That's great. I I did it it last year, and the ten weeks are ten
7: long weeks. And you're asking a lot of people for uh, to make donations, and that gets exhausting after a while. Um, But you just have to keep reminding yourself that you're doing it for the right reasons, and you're doing it for the right cause. Uh, And the other thing about it, and we learned many times, you know, the listeners of this radio station, uh, Phillies fans. They're generous. All yes. you have to do is ask. And once you do, they they want to help. And, and that's so heartwarming to see that. This city is just special when it comes to that type of thing.
13: It, you said it. It's this city. I, You know, I've been here my whole life, my whole career. And uh, this city is, is different, I, I believe. And uh, I, I think we see that when we go out and do charity work. I know you guys do a ton yeah. of it. And when you put yourself out there and ask the folks in the city to, to help you out, they generally do.
2: Philly was ranked as, I think we were talking about, like the most neighborly city. Yeah. A big city in the country where people will just just help you yeah
13: you know it's Makes what sense. they want to do yeah. yeah yeah
2: um we went uh, we went to spring training uh, yeah. and broadcast live had a ball the fills of you know last season was just so much it fun was. it was such a blast <laughs> uh what, what's your take on what you've seen so far
13: you know off to a slow start obviously yeah. not the start that the team would have hoped for but you know, and every team is dealing with injuries, but certainly the Phillies have had some some major injuries to it some sucks. major players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It
2: freaking Listen, it sucks. We had a nice <laughs> sit
13: down with Reese. Yeah, we had a great He's conversation. And then boom, he's going to be back, though, right? Well, they're going to need to get deep into October to, for Reese wow. to get back, I think. Um, I'm hopeful that he'll be back next year. You know, his contract situation's up yeah. in the air at this point. But uh, he is a special kind of player. He I've been is. covering sports for 20 plus years here in Philadelphia. He's one of my all time favorites. So they do miss him. They miss him. They obviously miss Bryce, they miss uh, Ranger Suarez on the mound. Once those guys start to trickle back in, which the other two will be pretty soon. I used to say, spring training,
0: it's people get injured during spring training. Don't do it. And then I finally went and had a good time. And I'm like, yeah, keep doing it. Yeah. So, you know, it's a
13: blast. Now I'm conflicted. Kind yeah. Please keep doing it. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. But, uh, yeah, it, and, and the weather down there was, was perfect this yeah. year, too. So, uh, but th- th- this team's going to be just fine. I think we're going to be just I fine. Mean, I mean, remember how late we were. Last year, before sure. people started to go, oh,
0: okay, yeah. So you never know.
13: Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't want to dig that hole every yeah. year because it is a challenge to, to build yourself. Uh, you know, dig yourself out of it, right? But um, but uh, like I said, there are two games under five hundred. We're heading into May soon. Things are going to start, to right. <laughs> Sure. Got the Mariners
2: today and tomorrow. And uh, so you, you'll be doing uh, pre and post game, all that stuff? Pre and post,
13: yep. Yeah, absolutely.
2: All right. So, again, Greg, uh, people want to donate to uh, LLS.org. Mm-hmm. And the campaign runs until when?
13: It runs until June 8th. Okay. That's the final night of uh, that we can raise any money. Uh, it ends with a big gala. Yeah. And if, if folks go on, you'll see the visionary campaign. Click on that. Type in our name. Uh, Greg Murphy, and and you'll find us there.
2: All right. Let's get him as the visionary of the year, gang. Let's do it. it. All right, Greg, thank you for coming by. Thank you, guys. Great to see you. Appreciate it. Greg Murphy, guys, on the Preston and Steve show. And we have links on uh, com for you to access and make that donation, if you will. Now. We have another guest. We're rotating We do. Here. Yeah. We're moving people in and out. It's I like a conga guy. line of talented, wonderful people. It is. And we do have a talented, wonderful person who is uh, joining us next. And fortunately, we've had the, uh, the honor of speaking with him on a couple of occasions and seeing him live at the mmr barbecue. Would you like a montage introduction? I yeah. have it here. Okay, sure wiener oh stop it wiener
11: wiener 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 wiener
13: wiener 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 small balls what i love that
2: please welcome from low cut connie the one and only adam wiener Ooh, that's gonna be my new walk-on wiener wiener
14: wiener 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 Listen, you can... There's nothing I haven't heard before. Right. I'm yes. sure. Yeah. My I'm name sure. is A. Wiener.
0: I
2: say celebrate. A. Wiener. Yeah. One of our really close first personal friends, uh last name is Wiener, Laura Wiener. We yeah. just call her Wiener. Yeah. Just, we always have it. She's, she loves it. So you know. I grew up A.
14: Damn Wiener. A.
2: <laughs> A. Damn
14: Wiener. Can you imagine sitting in class? You're in second grade. Man. Yeah. And over the intercom... Paging A. Wiener. Oh. A damn Wiener. Please come to the office. You oh. forgot your lunch. Your mother is here. Oh, oh May Wiener.
2: Yeah, it's a tough one, man. That'll screw you up. Oh. Yeah. Listen, and so you, while being a teacher, yeah. did you ever go to any kids that had a, an unfortunate name and just say I'm I know.
14: kid? I feel I'm, your pain. I know. Yeah, yeah I mean I, I had a girl named Olivia Newton Chun.
11: Oh. Seriously? Oh. Olivia yep. Newton
14: Chun. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And um, I had a I had a a teacher named Richard Head.
0: Oh, <laughs> for real? I'm be- yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh my wow. god! Hey, you know, I, and sometimes you wonder. There's that old that old uh, song. I think it's a, uh, a Chuck Berry song. Uh, Johnny Cash recorded it. Uh, my boy Sue.
2: A boy, a boy, named, a boy named, named Sue. Sue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Written by Shel Silverstein. Shel Silverstein. That's exactly. right. Yeah, yeah.
14: So uh-huh. I'm I'm a boy named Wiener. <laughs> a boy named Wiener. But it
0: makes you strong.
2: It makes yeah, it, you it does. Strong. Yeah. yeah, don't let those people, to, to use your own quote, let the jerk offs do their yeah, worst. Yeah, there you them? go. Remember,
0: <laughs> Mr. Weiner, you stay hard. I
9: uh,
10: hey, I, I want to ask you uh, before we get along uh, too far uh,
14: are there musical yips?
10: Because yeah. you were talking to us oh, about yeah. Uh, yeah. I, before about.
14: You guys uh, are giving me the yips right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I'm a singer. I sing every day. And the thing, just like swinging a golf club or shooting free throws. Like, you don't think. You're supposed to not think. You do it so many times. You repeat it. It becomes like your religion, right? But when you sing the Star Spangled Banner, <sighs> you get the yips. i bet, man. It's a tough yeah. song.
0: Preston often what points a, out what, how even the most practiced, accomplished singers... Will have issues with the Star Spangled Banner because it's like a joke. I mean, you just you get visions of uh,
14: Carl Lewis, oh and Fergie, <laughs> and all the way, all the ways it could just go wrong. Yeah, yeah. And it activates your brain, and it's like a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. And when you get to that
11: rockets <laughs> red, like
0: it's like all of a sudden all your tools go away. Uh, Preston contends that. People don't realize that,
2: and and should start at a lower. Oh, uh, when you begin that yeah. first note, that's started a, that's, lot that's of a start rookie, low. Rookie error is to yeah. Oh!
11: Oh say, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
14: oh say! I know you want to. You want to wanna... I'm like, oh, I see this. Yeah. You want to show your best right out of the gate? Right, right. you yeah.
7: oh. <laughs> Carl Lewis started out too high, right? I think like oh, Carl Lewis. Yeah,
14: that's the all timer, and he keeps saying. Give me another minute. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll fix it. I'll fix it. It's too much. This is terrible.
0: So we, and with the thing of losing the voice for so years and years and years, we were doing the camp out for hunger. And uh, it's funny because years ago, I would routinely, by Thursday or Friday, would have completely, and Preston would be, it'd be a little bit more robust, but lose our voices. Yes. And mine would almost completely go away. Uh, and so over the course of the years... We've I different... think you sound very sexy when you get that. Well, thank scene. you. It's very, it's sort of a very um, uh, Lauren Bacall kind of sound. <laughs> but the um, what happened was is that, uh, you know, you'd have these different singers who would commiserate and tell me their different things. And, the, and I say this, the one thing that I uh, have relied on now forever is the Neomed, the nasal rinse. Yes. That makes a huge difference. Sure. Yeah, and so to, to keep your voice. But there's nothing as frustrating as trying to get your voice back yeah
2: do you have a uh, do you have a um, a regimen a, a, a to baby your throat a little bit well first of all uh i have to sing every day every day every day just yeah. keep that muscle
14: it's like if shape. you're a basketball player or you're a or golfer or whatever you do mm-hmm. it's got to be like the thing that you do every day yes so maybe you have a rest day like when you need to recover like maybe the seventh day you rest as God said, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> one in seven. But otherwise, you got to like keep up your regimen. So, if I lay off too much and I don't sing for a week or something, I feel it. You
0: Have know? you ever been put on vocal rest by a, a doctor? Or yeah, oh
14: yeah. has got to be. I, I go on stage insane. and we do two hour plus concerts a night, and sometimes I do these gigs like South by Southwest where we do three shows a day, and it's brutal. Yeah, um, and so. It, but you know what it is? It's the talking that's worse than the singing.
0: Mm. That's a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah. And that's that's really what does us in a lot of times because it's, it's a very long appearance where you're just talking to me and talking at, you know, room level, but you do it a lot. Exactly. What about
7: the pre and post singing? Like if you're, say, at a bar and you want to have a cocktail afterwards or, you know, or people are smoking a cigarette or whatever, like how do, you, how do you take care of yourself before and after the shows?
14: Well, after the show, I have this whole, like, fake sign language thing (laughs) people are coming up to me and they're saying you were wonderful and what was it like when you were on twitter and i have this whole thing that i'm gesturing to answer their questions in a way where they don't notice that i'm not talking (laughs) (laughs) like i i do like a namaste Ah, (laughs) like steven seagal you do a chef's kiss (laughs)
0: yes Yes. (laughs) you know
2: Yeah, anything Um, to avoid talking. Talking. Hey, I have uh, a friend of mine who has never seen your band. His name is Rick. He's very excited. He's going to uh, Jazz Fest. Yeah, I'll see you there, Rick. stoked about seeing you. Yeah. Uh, Have you guys done that show before?
14: No, we were supposed to do it in 2020, uh, and COVID had other plans. So we're back. We're going to New Orleans next week. (sighs) Uh, We have a show uh, on the Saturday night. Late, and then we're the first thing on the main stage on the Sunday
2: morning. Awesome. Yeah. Talk about a gazillion great acts, Jazz Fest. Fabulous. Yeah. It's I my favorite festival.
0: A number of people, yeah, a number of people I know who who are festival goers um, cite that as the one. Well, there's every kind of music you can
14: think of. Yeah. Yep. There's a tent for you at Jazz Fest. <laughs> that's a real that, festival. Even for you, I mean, Steve. And for me, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: But that's the that's Lauren a, Bacall of radio. That's a real music festival. And then, I mean, you know, that was uh, kind of what Lollapalooza was born out of. Yes. Let's throw all these genres together and see what happens. And, yes. Uh, I support, you know, more of that to happen. Well, listen, we're excited because with you today, there's a new album coming out in September. It's called Art Dealers from Low Cut Connie. But there's a new song that just came out yesterday.
14: Yeah, you know, last summer, I think it was, before I did the MM MMRBQ with you guys, which was fantastic, I came in here with an acoustic guitar and I played a new song that I had. Right. It was called Are You Gonna Run? And I don't know if you say this to all the girls, but you said, that's a hit.
9: <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't always we don't. say that. No, yeah. no. So
14: uh, the song came out worldwide yesterday. We got an absolutely fantastic response. But I want to see what your listeners think. And this is this is the commercial radio debut of the song. Excellent.
2: Nice. Well, let's play it. Yep. And we'll chat some more. This is Low Cut, Connie. Are You Gonna Run? The debut right here on MMR. <laughs> Are you... three WMMR, brand new from Lowcut yes! Honey. Are you going to run? Yes! That is a beautiful freaking song, Adam. That is Thank you. gorgeous. Can I say out of, out
0: of the gate? It, it, I, you could hear that on. I could hear that on uh, Bruce Springsteen's "The River." Well, yeah.
2: that's what I was going to ask you before we yeah. dive into it. How do you feel about uh, comparisons? Well, you know, to be compared to Bruce ain't a bad thing. Okay.
0: Yeah.
14: I grew up in New Jersey in the 80s, so do the math, you know. Yeah. I mean? I, I, no, it's a beautiful song. I was singing
2: the same thing. It's I a, hear right. musically, uh, you know, uh, what we, what we don't have a lot of now is that ensemble of Bruce's E Street band, right? Of the piano, the guitar, the the, the background singers, all, all this stuff uh, coming together. We're getting comparisons, and, and number one, nothing but positive uh, vibes yeah. on the text messages and, and people likening to Jackson Brown. Jackson yeah. Brown. Music, music with some depth. Or too Bob it. Seger. Love uh, Seger. There you go, yeah. Oh, God,
14: I love Bob Seger. So, and
0: I agree, if you get a good comparison, you know, and, and it's not, it's not, like you know, there are different styles, and you are obviously a multi, you're a Swiss Army knife of styles. So, uh, the, um, this is, it's just a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. I, Thank you. You immediately
2: like it, so congratulations. Well cool. done. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're a roots rock and roll band. You know, yeah, what what brought that song to you? What uh, what was the creative spark?
14: I don't know. You know, like these days, I just don't I try to not think like we're talking about Uh the yips. I just try to close my eyes and let things happen when they want to happen. And I was just feeling some kind of way on a particular day with things going on in my life, and that came out really fast. Yeah, Adam,
7: I'm really glad that I like this song because I was sitting right next to you <laughs> yeah. while we were right next to yeah. you and I, I was terrified that I would not, and then have to pretend It'd that be I like. It'd so awkward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, is it is it ever weird for you to uh, be in a room who are listening to the f- for the first time? It's always weird.
14: Yeah, but uh, I try to not walk into the room until I think I've got a song that's <laughs> worth your time. Right. You know what I mean. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Well, I, in this case,
0: it's also, I think it's a, it's a rare gift that you have, and the musicians have in general, like the ones we mentioned, is that someone can put that in their in their toolbox and break it out, need it to listen to it for a mood. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's how music serves people, and that musicians have that gift to be able to give that to people. Like if they're not feeling quite where they need to be, music can help.
14: That's my job. Yeah. My job is to make you feel something. Right. You know, when you come to our shows, I want you to leave feeling better than when you showed up. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that means we got to laugh, we got to cry together, we got to have some sort of cathartic, sweaty thing at our rock and roll show. Yeah. Because I, you, you bring up Bruce Springsteen, like when I saw him when I was a teenager, I was like, this is the truth right here. I yeah. feel so uplifted. Right. Like I went to church or synagogue in my case. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's what I try to provide for people. When you have two and a half minutes with a song you know, I'm not trying to show off and be clever. I'm not trying to, you know, show off that I'm the best singer in the world or best piano player or whatever. I just want to make you feel
2: something. Uh, On the craft of of songwriting, because I I saw there was a a video going around of uh, Tom Petty recently talking about the waiting and and how he crafted that that song. Yeah, he's he's like, well, I had this part, and that part sat there for, I don't know, a couple months, and I didn't do anything with it. Eventually (laughs) something else came along and made it happen. Uh, Did a song like this come to you all in one shot, musically and lyrically, or separate times, or you married two different projects that you had together?
14: I had the music. I always have the music first, because that's the way I do things. Um, And uh, I had, are you going to run? And Mm -hmm. then you try to figure out, what does that mean? Okay. You try to work backwards. A lot of times, it's a title along with the music. And Mm -hmm. then you try to... Sit there. It's like a kid, like a three-year-old kid, and you're like just trying to sit there with this kid and understand what they're trying to say, right? Mm. And uh, you try to just fill in the blanks of what you think that this song is trying to say. So is the song sort That's of revealing
0: itself to you, I love exactly. It. Yeah, wow. it's a fascinating thing in the in the documentary Get Back. You know the uh, the, yeah. the Beatles restoration that uh, uh, Peter Jackson uh, did. It's it's amazing, but to watch that process of songs yeah. that have been foundational in all of our lives come together, um, you know, yeah. uh, it's just it's just crazy.
2: It yeah. kind of scattered that out, you know, yeah. which, is, yes. which is pretty wild in that. Uh, but, um, and there's a lot of songs, like you're talking about Get Back or The Waiting, that are
14: very simple. There's only yeah. one, two, three chords, yeah. Yeah. and the words are sort of
2: instantly relatable. Yeah. Those are the hardest oh. songs to write. Take something like Stand By Me or something like that. Yeah. It's just this simple progression it's iconic. It's it's and it yeah. says
14: so much, you know. You know the definition of classic to me is you feel like you've heard it before, but it's new. Right? Yes, like mm-hmm. it's always yes. been there. Yeah, and uh, I I kind of try to write like that. Like I want to write a song that you feel like it's been
2: it's been there before,
14: but it's also fresh to you. You know.
2: We only have a couple minutes uh, before we have to take a break because we have this uh, cash contest. Play that song again. All right. Play that <laughs> damn song again. We've never done this before. That was so good. Yeah. Thank you, guys. We're going to play this again right now, and then we'll come back and wrap up with you. So Ooh, yeah. here we go. This is, <laughs> are you going to run Low Cut Connie one more time? you lay <laughs> So nice, had to do it twice. I love it. Low Cut Connie on 93.3 WMMR. The song is called Are You Gonna Run? You can get it now on uh, Spotify. Available everywhere worldwide, especially in Philadelphia. What about uh, Low Cut Connie and Philly gigs? Anything down the road?
14: We've got quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. We're doing uh, the Man Center. Ah, great. uh, The end of June. Um, We're doing the Exponential Festival in Camden uh, in September. And stay tuned, because there's going to be uh, another
2: one announced pretty soon. All right, oh. excellent. Well, just give us a word, man. We'll yeah. be on it. Thank you, guys. Great to see you. Thanks for being yeah, Always Adam, a pleasure. Awesome. Thank you, Adam Wiener, guys. Ah! Congratulations. Congratulations. Low Cut Connie on the Preston and Steve Show. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. And, yes, we'll get the concert cash keyword in a bit. B-File and more. Stay right
1: there. 93.3 WMMR presents... Concert Cash.
4: Your shot to win $1,000 cash five times a day. Plus, tickets to mmr this September. Weekdays at 8 a.m., 10 and noon, then 3 and 5 p.m. Listen for the Concert Cash ticket window. Get the keyword. Enter it at WMMR.com or on the MMR app. You can also text it to 45911. Each winner from MMR gets a grand in cash. And two tickets to mmr you in September. See official rules at WMMR.com. It's Concert Cash.
5: Sponsored by Mina Key. Tires, brakes, batteries and more. Doing car care right.
4: 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
5: I forgot just
2: a little bit of time before we hit officially 10 o'clock for the word. I'm going to do a shout out. Mm-hmm. This is from Bill Scalari, who says, Hey Preston, Nick said I should email you. Ask if it's possible to get a 43rd Wedding anniversary announcement sometime tomorrow, and he sent this yesterday. Uh, we are Bill and Betty Scler- uh, Scolari and are currently flying to San Antonio from Orlando. Last-minute surprise. We've been loyal listeners since uh, Y100 Days and met you guys at numerous Camp Out for Hunger events all the way back to when uh, you used to load the trucks yourselves over <laughs> in King of Prussia. Um, wait, it wasn't in King of Prussia. It was Plymouth meeting. Yes. Uh, but... He says KOP. Well, we did actually load uh, in, in, well, no, you're right. Yeah, but it was close enough. Yeah. Uh, also, you guys interviewed me once regarding having infamous relatives, i.e. tough Tony Scalari and his idiot brothers out of South Philly. <laughs> 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 I like that. Thanks for your consideration, Bill Scaleri. So here's a shout out and happy anniversary. Hopefully all the idiots are saying happy anniversary <laughs> to you. As well. And uh, just a reminder before we do the concert uh, keyword, National Pretzel Day. Yes. Uh, Philly Pretzel Factory, free pretzel when you stop by today. Yes. Uh, While supplies last, no purchase necessary. So good. So stop by and get, if you can, some goodies. All right, let's do this now.
4: MMR's Concert Cash. Now, here's your Concert Cash keyword.
2: Yeah, the word is impact. And that's spelled I-M-P-A-C-T. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. And you can do that through the contest page, WMMR.com, uh, through the MMR app. Or you can text it to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. So it's impact. One random entry wins $1,000 in our company-wide contest. And all MMR winners get two tickets to the mmr BBQ Saturday, September 16th. Tickets are on sale now. Uh, winners will get a call from Beasley. So make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules at WMMR.com. For MQ details, just text the word FINALLY to 39333, and we'll send you a link with the information. It's sponsored by Meineke. So the word, once again, is IMPACT. I-M-P-A-C-T. Come and get that money and ticket set up.
9: Now,
1: WMMR presents <laughs> Kristen and Steve's oh Bizarre.
2: Brought to you this morning by PGW. Improve the comfort of your home and lower energy bills with a PGW Energy Sense rebate. Up to $1,400 in savings with new home heating equipment. You can learn more at PGWEnergySense.com. All right, we'll start with this. A 26-year-old man is facing charges after police said he attempted to bring an item known as a vampire straw... ...through airport security in Boston on Sunday. I'd never heard of this. Neither had I. It's a self-defense item. Police were called uh, because TSA said they had found a titanium vampire straw inside a pouch in the passenger's backpack. Purchased at Zabonic, the vampire straw... ...is both a drinking straw and a defense item... May I help you? Uh, ...that can be carried in a cup without attracting attention. I think I've got uh, just the thing for you. So the website states, uh, Designed for self-defense, Vampire Straw is super tough and long enough to be used like a dagger. Its chiseled tip is sharp enough to puncture most synthetic materials.
0: May I interest you in the Vampire Crazy Straw? Uh,
2: the Vampire Straw is also a very... Uh, Effective tire deflator, it says. Dude, I think this would be murder to get stabbed with. Uh, And it can be carried in a cup. Yeah, Yeah, a cup. (laughs) (laughs) You say the cup? Yes, a cup. Yeah, a cup. Uh, As we often
0: say around here, we, guess what we get to do? (laughs)
11: We, guess what I get to do?
2: Uh, From a cup. (laughs) Yes, a cup. The vampire straw. Is very easy to deploy in reverse grip and put into action almost instantly. These
0: are some of the
2: items that have been come to know that. Oh, jeez.
9: <laughs>
2: Armand Nair was arrested and charged with carrying a dangerous weapon. TSA suggested to pack these items in your checked bag. Uh, vampire straws, are. this is according to the TSA, vampire straws are tough and long enough to be used as a dagger, hence the reason they are not allowed in the cabin of the aircraft. However, State Place said they are illegal to carry, similar to other certain edged instruments such as a stiletto or dagger.
10: All right, so are collapsible batons
2: illegal as well? It depends yeah. on the state. Okay. Uh, because I believe they are illegal in Pennsylvania. In case you've yeah. seen the ads from all over the place, I, do, yeah. I see them
0: constantly for the collapsible ones that go down really small. So, my, my brother, uh, Gene. Uh, when he was in Secret Service, they started coming out with those. And, you know, ones that were so powerful, you could hold it up to a door and it would it would blow the lock right off. Uh, but, yeah, I see those ads all the time. In this case, Preston, with the vampire straw, yep. because it has the opening in it and it's, yeah. it, you would actually gore out a chunk of flesh.
2: Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah. yeah. I used to carry a collapsible baton in my uh, in my briefcase. Yeah. And uh, th- that was illegal. Oh. Yeah, I know. It was breaking my law. <laughs> uh,
10: well, Instagram breaking keeps it. showing me these this great ad for the one. That, All like, the time with the woman standing tr- out there, yes. You I, could drive a car
2: over it. And. I don't know about Pens- what, where Pennsylvania stands, legality for that right now, but you can do it. Well, unless we talk to my manager. And <laughs>
0: Thank you. Count. No problem. Just give me a couple, yes, a couple
2: of meanies. <laughs> All right, a man married to a rag doll has been left distraught after his wife reportedly fell ill and was treated in an ambulance by paramedics. So the doll. The rag doll? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Christian uh, Montenegro Montenegro, uh, recently hit the headlines after revealing that he and his rag doll partner, partner Natalia, have welcomed their third rag doll baby into the world. Oh, is this one of these, Yeah, he married the doll so he could get it... uh... Passport and everything. No, not that. He just he's he's a citizen in Bogota, Colombia, (laughs) and so is the Ragdoll. Right. Uh, So now the pair have shared another update from their controversial relationship, as it appears the 27-year-old's wife has taken a bad turn with her health. Oh no! In a clip shared online, Christian uh, saw that his uh, shows that his wife is stretched out in the back of an ambulance while paramedics tend to her in a video. (sighs) She's not going to make it. He can be heard saying she's had a headache. ...and fainted, I called you because I don't want her to die. She is the mother of my daughter. Everything will be fine, my love. He's got a daughter doll? The paramedics, yeah, he's got three kids. Uh, And the the paramedic replies, we're going to take her to the hospital and make sure that she is well. I'm going to take her vitals while appearing as if they're trying not to laugh while they were saying that. Uh, Baffled users have rushed to the comment section in a clip to share their thoughts. Uh, But it's unclear if the care for the paramedic is a prank... Or a genuine incident. Uh, the video has generated controversy with controversy with local news sources saying... Bogota Health Secretary <laughs> has announced they will investigate the paramedics for treating a rag doll. So, we'll, well see. Well, maybe
0: for his mental sanity, they figured they
2: would uh, go yeah, along with it, Just kind of appease Fire. him, yeah. Uh, dozens of crying Japanese babies faced off in a traditional crying sumo ritual... Amen. Believed to bring the infants good health, which returned for the first time in four years after the pandemic. Pairs of toddlers wearing ceremonial sumo aprons were held up by parents who faced each other in the sumo ring at the Senzoji Temple in Tokyo on Saturday. Staff wearing uh, Oni demon masks tried to make their babies cry with the first to ball declared the winner by a sumo referee in an elaborate traditional uniform that holding. Seems a kinda cruel. Wooden cool. fan used to signal victory. Yes, the crying sumo is held at shrines and temples nationwide. Uh, uh Shigemi Fuji, the chairman of the Tourism Federation, which organized the event, said some people might think it's terrible to make babies cry. I do. He said, but in Japan we believe babies who cry powerfully also grow up healthy. This kind of take this kind of event takes place in many places in Japan. In total, 64 babies participated in the ritual. All right, I'm going to do one more story and wrap it up. We'll end with this one. A former Houston TV anchor celebrating his recovery from a severe case of COVID by competing in an Ironman uh, broke both of his wrists on the fourth mile of the bike riding portion and still finished the race. Well, oh, that's an Ironman. Yeah. yeah. Art Raskin, who was 60 years old, by the way, retired uh-huh. last year. Uh, completed the 2.4-mile swim with no problems, uh, but still had a long way to go when he crashed his bike. He said, I just said, okay, this is just something I have to endure for the next 108 miles.
1: I am Iron Man.
2: And so he just continued. Uh, He said, (laughs) every bump in the road i literally screamed out loud in pain man and then after that he went under on to run the 26.2 mile marathon so you
0: broke both your wrists could you imagine competing in an Ironman uh, event after that no yeah i
2: can't imagine competing in an iron man event
3: period
2: <laughs> he ran through the finish line at 15 hours 16 minutes and 37 seconds below the 17 hour limit but uh yeah he managed to do it big time that's the last story that I have in the bizarre File for you. All right, so you got about five minutes left, and the word is impact. I'm talking about MMR's concert, Cash. So make sure that you enter the word impact, I-M-P-A-C-T, right now at WMMR.com or the MMR app, or you can text it to 45911, and we will see if you win 1000 bucks and take us to the mmr BBQ or not. Uh, Kathy, yes. I need a cola. For our secret text word. Can we get one, please?
3: Caller six.
2: All right, stick to six callers. See if you know the secret text word. Got a prize for that, too. We'll be back in a moment to give it away.
1: Who's playing where? When? Answer your Philly concert inquiries at WMMR.com. All the shows that rock, all in one place. Just click on our always up to date concert calendar at WMMR.com.
5: Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on on the web. PrestonandSteve.com Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. <laughs> <Okay>.
9: <laughs> <laughs>
5: Hang
2: on a second here. this. Okay, there we go. Uh, 93.3, WMMR, everything at rock, smashing pumpkins.
3: Yay. And
2: now. <laughs> Is that what
3: he said? What he wanted yeah. to
2: do? what Casey said? Oh, yay. Yay. Uh, so I guess I'll ask a lesson question. How about we do that now? Oh, no, no, no. No, no we got to get no, a winner for know. Secret oh, Tech Uh no, Hang on. Uh, let me go to caller number six. That was Dave. Hi, Dave. Good morning. There is nothing on here. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Very well done. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Dave. What is the secret text? word. A police. I think it's sandals. Sandals. Yeah. Yeah, Bud. Congratulations. Hang on. We are going to give you a really cool prize. It is tickets to see Jesus Christ Superstar. And this will be Tuesday, May 2nd at the Miller Theater, formerly the Miriam Theater, celebrating its 50th anniversary. A new, mesmerizing production. The iconic musical phenomenon returns to the stage May 2nd through the 7th, and tickets are on sale now at KimmelCulturalCampus.org by the way. all right now... Now we'll do the lesson question, yeah. Okay. So, I think, and by the way, we're going to give away a pair of tickets for the 2023 Ardmore Outdoor Spring Beer Festival, Saturday, May 13th. The question that I ask is, the Harry Potter spell, Telogen Effluvium, causes what kind of animal to appear? 215-263-WMMR. You had to heard this earlier this morning. The Harry Potter spell, Intelligent effluvium causes which kind of animal to appear? 215-263-WMMR. Call us now.
1: The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash.
2: Brought to you this morning by Family & Company Jewelers. Viraggio Bridal Sale, April 27th through the 29th. New inventory and brand new designs. You can save hundreds, even thousands on the ring of her dreams. Family & Company Jewelers. South Jersey's diamond destination. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, a professional lip reader hired by
0: the Daily Mail revealing what Prince Harry and Meghan Markle said to each other after sharing a kiss cam moment during the Lakers game on Monday. According to the lip reader, Harry led with one more kiss like that and I'm going to shoot. To which Meghan responded, talk is cheap, pony boy. Now take me home and hump my pubes off. Wow! Who would have guessed? 41-year-old R&B singer Marcus Houston says his 20-year-old wife, Maya Houston, did not have any of the red flags that many older women have. Houston says one of those red flags is when a woman insists on not being 20 years old. Oh, my God. And finally, Tom Parker-Bowles, speaking of the royals, the oldest son of Queen Camilla is taking on his mother's detractors, saying she was not a homewrecker and married Charles because... He loves her," said Tom. "Quote:
2: Have you seen my mother? That had to be love."
9: Mm. And that's your Hollywood trip.
2: We're looking for the answer to this: a Harry Potter spell, uh, Fluvium, causes what kind of animal to appear? Two one five two six three WMMR. And first caller in was Adam. So we're going to go to him. Hey, Adam. Good morning. Good morning. It. Good morning. It. Adam. All right. What uh, does the Harry Potter spell, Fluvium, cause to appear? Quack, quack, the duck. A duck. Yeah. You, sir, are correct. Hang on, Adam. You got a pair of tickets to the 23, 2023 Ardmore Outdoor Spring Beer Festival. Saturday, May 13th at Shuffle Plaza. You can enjoy live music and 50 Plus Craft a Bruise, 21 to drink, all ages to hang. Tickets on net and sale now. VIP packages include an our pre-fest indoors at Ardmore Music Hall hosted by Pierre Robert and ticket giveaways for the Hooters sold out shows that weekend. Text the word BEERFEST to 39333 and we will send you a link to all of the information.
1: Uh, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR.
9: <laughs>
2: Blink-182's Travis Barker is the latest celebrity to serve as a spokesperson for uh, Liquid Death's enema kit. (laughs) Did you see it? I did not. Oh, my God, is it weird. Okay. Yeah, it's... uh, I I guess it's tongue-in-cheek. Have you seen it, Steve? Yeah, I have. It does appear to be a tongue-in-cheek thing. So, Liquid Death is water. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's a a bottled water type of thing, so... People always think it's some sort of hard liquor. Yeah, it's in a can, so you don't really think of water in a can, but... Um, so, a naked barker in the promo for the kit, a naked barker says, what's my secret? How did I marry the woman of my dreams? How have I had such a successful career in music? I use liquid death mountain water in my, I assume he says ass. Yeah, uh, (laughs) like, uh, enema of the state. Right, exactly. So, that's the name of one of their albums. The enema of the state collectible kit, uh, comes with a custom branded enema bulb, and a nineteen point two ounce can of liquid death autograph by the drummer, it should be noted that the enema of the state kit is limited collection, uh, adult art piece and not intended for use as a real medical device. <laughs> so you could use it. The limited edition kit, which cost one hundred and eighty two dollars, uh, sold out upon launching yesterday, so mm. it's too late if you really wanted one of those. A coronation song list has been published. Spotlighting music to be played in celebration of King Charles' May 6th coronation at London's Westminster Abbey. Uh, Louder Sound reported the Department for Culture, Media, and Sports unveiled the list, which will not be played during the actual investiture, uh-huh. Uh featuring songs by the Beatles, the who, the Kinks, ELO, Tom Jones... David Boyd, Queen, Coldplay, Ed Sheeran, Harry Styles, Spice Girls, Jeff and Rod Stewart, Kate Bush, Madness, and Spandau Ballet, among others. That's a healthy mix. I'll give you the rundown here. So, uh, Beatles, Come Together. But we're not going to go. There's a lot of them. There. We're not going to play every single one of them. Uh, Boney M, Daddy Cool. Oh, yeah.
0: I hit it. Oh, you, oh, you did? I couldn't know. hear it. I couldn't even hear it. That's weird. There so we go. I'll hit it again. Shut the f*** up! Thank you. If for some reason, sometimes, uh, it, it drowns the uh, instant replay out. All
2: right. So then you have uh, Coldplay, Full Sky Full of Stars, David Bowie, Let's Dance, Ed Sheeran, Celestial, Elbow with One Day Like This, Electric Le- Light Orchestra with Mr. Blue Sky, Ellie Golding with Starry-Eyed, Emil Sunday with Starlight, George Ezra, Dance All Over Me, Grace Jones, wow. Slave to the Rhythm. That's pretty wild. Harry Styles, Treat People with Kindness. Kate Bush, Running Up That Hill. Madness, Our House. Safeway um, Repair theme? Michael Bublé, oh. It's a Beautiful Day. That's close. Uh, pet Shop Boys all over the world. Queen, We Are the Champions. Chef Beck and Rod Stewart, When People Get Ready. Sam Snyder, Spaceman. Space people? Space not people. space people. Oh,
0: I can't believe it. Spandau finding...
2: Ballet, Gold, Spice Girls. <laughs> Say You'll Be There.
11: Make a space.
2: Take that with Shine, uh, The King's Waterloo <laughs> Sunset, The Who Love Rain Or Me, Tom Jones Green Green Grass of Home. That's a great song. And years and years with the song King. It's so good that's To Touch the Green Green Grass. You guys know that song, right? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that is the playlist for. And what will
0: that be playing under? Was some sort of cocktail no. party? Or I'm not
2: really sure. Won't be
0: during the event. Is, the, uh, is uh, King Charles going to get up on the wheels of steel and do some spinning? Maybe mm-hmm. that's
2: going to be the he surprise. Has.
7: Yeah, you remember that? Did he? No. No. There was an episode of The Crown. Uh, yeah, it was. It was funny, and they, it's fr- they actually, I think, used real footage at the end of it. Steve,
0: really? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> there, this is footage from it. Everyone. <laughs> It would be wonderful if you got out on the dance floor and started shaking your various booties.
2: <laughs> various booties.
7: <laughs> yeah, it was in the last season of The Crown. And uh, he was hanging out with some hip-hop artists. And they invited him to do this. And he did. He participated. That's funny.
2: It must be in the, one of the last ones. I've got. I still got like yeah. three left. I haven't finished it. So I, I, now I need to get back and catch up to that. Oh, bro, don't play me like that. <laughs> All right. And then uh, you're just ill you know, it's chill. Just in it and chill it. That's how you do it. All right, one last story. Uh, we'll end with this. A... <laughs> A study of musicians and big hits between 1946 and 2020 found that lead singers have gotten quieter over the years. Mm-hmm. Frank Sinatra's silky voice was an average of five decibels louder than the backing music. Fast forward to 1975, the vocals were only about one decibel louder. In rock songs, guitar riffs may be just as important as vocals. So, who bucks the trend? Country singers, rappers, and solo performers still have vocals that are loud compared to the music behind them. According to Dr. Kai Seidenberg of the University of Oldenburg, he said... The change in the volume of the vocals over time could indicate the emergence of rock music and the high status guitarist compared to vocalist, and it will also reflect changes in music recording technology. Yeah. The music in general is mixed louder than it was years ago. And yeah, stuff was kinda all gets in the mix, if you know what I mean, right. as opposed to standing out above the mix. Right, so. yes. Alright and there you go. That is uh that's it. That's it. In music That's all you need. Yep, so we're gonna take a break. We'll come back in a second and wrap up today's radio program. Letter of the day, word of the week prize and more. Stay there. We'll be right back.
4: 933WMMR proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon, Bridge to the Beach, celebrating 51 years of riding for a world without cancer.
16: Hey, it's Marcus. Join me and Team WMMR on Sunday, June 11th for this family-friendly ride to save lives. All Team WMMR riders can now access group pricing for Team WMMR jerseys and other great cycling apparel from Volley, and they're made in America. The first 50 team members that hit their Fundraising goal will get $50 towards their purchase thanks to our great sponsor, Tam and Inc. Because everybody has the right to access information. Register to ride with Team WMMR. Get complete details at WMMR.com or text bike to 39333 for a link to the info.
4: The ACS Bikeathon and 933 WMMR, putting Philly first.
2: I need to put the end of that song on loop, the very, very end of that. I just find pleasing. I like the whole song, but that fade-out is so cool. It's caution from uh, Killers on MMR. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Sonically, it has a
0: very yeah. um, almost hypnotic sound.
2: Yeah, something calming and and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I, I, guess, I guess calming. What was that? Platypus? No, not platypus. That's close. I, mean, I don't know. Uh, sort of your, perhaps an ASMR sort Etherial, of thing? Ethereal, I guess, yeah. or something along those lines. But
10: I mean, I wish I had the synonyms for it, but, you know, I ate a book of synonyms yesterday. <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: You, 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 got, you really, go really gave it up on so
3: that. really
9: gave up on we that. can hear it. Say
10: it again. No, I said I ate a book of synonyms yesterday. Oh, And right. it gave me
2: thesaurus throat ever. <laughs> so...
3: I thought it was
9: a new one. Uh, no, not. it was I from
2: yesterday. But he just kind of he kind of yeah trailed kinda,
3: off and uh,
2: gave up on it. Yeah. Uh, it's all right though. We had another good dad joke this morning. How they yes. go again? Yeah, you know, know what, why do boxers not have sex before the fight? Because they don't like each. don't like each other. <laughs>
3: they
9: don't
3: really like each other.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would like to thank our guests on the show, Mr. Greg Murphy, Yay! from uh, the Philadelphia. Phillies and uh, Greg is doing this great thing he's campaigning for leukemia leukemia and lymphoma Society's visionary of the year it all rains as fund for the funds for the LLS and uh, Greg has leukemia as a form of leukemia and uh, so obviously he could uh, you know use your help along with many 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 other people so you can go to uh, lls.org org uh, or to presidentsteve.com and find the link right there and uh, help out. That would be wonderful. Uh, and then uh, Mr. Adam Weiner, hey. hey! Low Cut Connie came by this morning. We played the new single, Are You Gonna Run? Beautiful song, so much so we played it twice. Uh-huh. And uh, he was true great. for Wednesday. Their new album is yeah. called Art Dealers, and that will be out on September 8th on Contender Records, which is cool. So Pierre's here. That
15: was Brilliant. Great song, right? No, playing it twice. Oh, thank you. <sighs> I was so effing
2: cool. I was well. It, it was. It's a fairly short song, right? And it got done, and I'm like, I. I it almost want, seems like it ends a touch too soon. I wanted to get more out of it, and I wanted to because I was mainly focusing on just the overall sound of it. And then right. the second time around, I'm like, all right, let me hear what this is about. Let me listen to the to the lyrics. So. Uh it's cool. Beautiful song. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. A- Adam
15: was uh, on stage at the Philadelphia Music Alliance Awards uh, paying tribute to some of the artists that we've lost, Charlie Gracie among them. There was a big tribute to Jerry Blavitt and stuff, but uh, he's so talented, man. And this picture of me and Jackie and him, they got posted uh, up on uh, WMR something or others.
7: And, <laughs> you guys are
2: uh, together. You're a nice-looking group. You're very photogenic. Uh,
7: the all three, three of, of us.
15: You. Yeah, we're starting a band. You should. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh,
7: the, uh, the Bacon Brothers were there as well. There's some cool yes. photos of Kevin and Michael Bacon with you yes. guys.
15: Yes, They were at the table right next to us. Uh, they were, uh, uh, they, they're they so Philly-oriented, even though they don't live here anymore. They just love the city and just raved about it. And Kevin gave a MMR shout-out, too, during his ex- acceptance uh, speech. It was cool. That's, That's actually nice. nice. But the idea that you played it twice mm-hmm. is, I mean, it just, that every so often I will do that with a great song. And people, it just blows people's minds. <laughs> and, and it's perfect. It's brilliant. I just nice. loved it. Excellent. Well, thank you. Yes. Bill's out of town, so you know, it's easy to do. He would have loved it, too. I know. Speaking, for, uh, Channeling him now. A plus.
0: A plus. Aww. Hey. Blowing two songs <laughs> back to back. songs back to
1: Wakes up in a sweat. <laughs>
2: Uh, <laughs> shall we do the letter of the day? Sure. Here we go.
1: Preston and Steve on three three WMMR. Now, the Daily
2: Letter. And the Preston and Steve shows brought to you today by the letter. O oh, as in Aussie. All right. Oh, and two more letters to go, and then we give away a four-pack of three-day weekend tickets and meet and greet with Papa Roach for the Bamboozle Festival, which is going to be May 5th through the 7th at Baderfield in Atlantic City. Limp Biscuit, Papa Roach. Motionless and White and 60 more bands. For tickets and information, you can go to bamboozlefestival.com. And what you doing today, man?
15: On the program, we will have, speaking of O, oh, we will have a block of Ozzy. Uh, and a block of Live and a block of the Ramones. Plus more opportunities for money coming at uh, noon and 3 p.m. and 5 p.m.
2: Many good things ahead. I love it. And Marissa, I didn't know she was going to do this. She made this for me. This is a loop of the end of... Oh. At the end of Caution, uh, so we can just experience this for a moment as we're getting ready to uh, wrap the show for the day. So
6: I've got my golf swing back.
2: Yeah, wouldn't that be
15: it? <laughs> I don't <laughs> understand. The, that brings her back around what? Why she made a loop of this.
2: Oh, because I said as the song was fading, I just love the, the tail end of, of this. Oh. I love the whole song, right? but there's something about this part of it. Yeah.
15: Exactly to me, this is pleasing to the ear. So, there are parts in every song that you look forward to. Yeah. And this is your part. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So, thank you, Marissa. That was very nice of you. All
2: right. I want to thank our sponsors since we're in the thanking mood. Uh, and Dunkin' Donuts is a proud sponsor of the Preston and Steve Show. The Preston and Steve Show runs on Dunkin'. Also, the show is brought to you by J Dog Junk Removal, veteran owned. Visit JDog.com tomorrow on our program. Um, Rita Rodner. Ah, one of the OG female yeah. comedians, yeah. uh, stand up comedians, is going to be joining us. Uh, and then we're going to have Scott Keenan on. Now, why would we what? be talking to Scott Keenan? I for the life
0: of me. Oh, but I know
2: of... he has uh, Keenan's. Yeah. his business. We'll see what he has to say. Mm. All right, that's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We leave you with the late, great Harry Belafonte as we hand you over to Pierre Robert. And a wonderful Wednesday to share together. See you again. Bye-bye.
1: President <laughs> Steve
5: on 933 WMMR. Hey everybody. It's good to have you on the
6: What if you could make fresh, delicious meals at home without the stress of planning, prepping or cleaning up? Introducing Tavala. Tavala is a first of its kind meal service that makes eating well effortless. By combining a countertop smart oven with delivered meals, just scan a QR code to cook dinner. First, choose from a variety of chef crafted meals delivered weekly to your door. When you're ready to eat, just do one minute of easy prep. Next, scan your meal's QR code with the Tavala smart oven while the oven automatically switches between modes and temperatures for the perfect cook. Just sit back and relax. Your food's ready in 25 minutes or less. No shopping, no chopping, no cleanup. Simplify mealtime today with Tovala. Go to tavala.com now to save $150 on a Tavala smart oven when you agree to order meals six times. That's T-O-V-A-L-A dot com. Promo applied automatically at checkout. Tavala. Eat well effortlessly. Tovala